What's up, everybody? Welcome to your exclusive Game Over Greggy show for the month of November 2016. Of course, this happens because you're supporting us on Patreon.com slash funny. We can't thank you enough for that. $1, as you know, gets you these exclusive episodes a month. There's a whole... If you join us late, remember, there's a million episodes back there. Uh, it's another one-on-one episode. I'm drinking beer. Kevin, are you drinking beer? I am indeed. Is this going to make you better at switching the camera or worse? Oh, my God. It's so good. All right. Great. Okay. And then you're also eating pumpkin pie, correct? No, I finished it now. You finished the pumpkin pie. It was good. It was delicious? So good. Hear more about that in January when we do the pumpkin pie let's play, or December, the pumpkin pie, whatever. You'll see. There's going to be a let's play <laughs> on Kind of Funny Games where I'm eating a pie with a friend named Alex, and you'll see all about it. But right here, this, ladies and gentlemen, is Cool Greg. Greg What's Geddes. Up, everybody? How are you? I'm great, man. Chilling. Oh, they're all falling apart. If you're listening to the MP3, that he's great. Cool. Greg always wears the championship belts when he comes over. Not mine. Not he. He respects my Nintendo championship, <laughs> but the Intercontinental Championship, the tag belt here, they all get moved around now. And yeah, used. They Why do you love the belt so much? I feel like it's just a way to show the the inner being I have. You know, because I feel yeah. like I am a tag team champion, even though I'm by myself. Intercontinental champion. I've been claiming that since little kids wrestling at my elementary school when I was in middle school. Yeah. Just going back for the funs and the kicks. And the, you know? Oh, you went back to defend your title throughout high school. You come back to the middle school and beat the shit out of the yeah, little kids? Yeah, uh, because they have the playgrounds with the mats on the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we would just grew up, you know, throwing each other around. Just, you know, our first ladder match was, you know, the little wiggle ladders, the playgrounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, as far as I know, still the Intercontinental Champion. That's what I like to hear. Edmund. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kevin, yeah, for the round of applause out there. Now, Cool Greg. What's up? A.K.A. Greg Guttis. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Hennessy and Coffee, which I'm a big fan of as I drink my beer. I appreciate where your head's at. You have been known, I feel, in the kind of funny universe for a long time. Tim comes. Inevitably, he's going to tell stories involving his younger brother. Yeah. But I feel like you are right now you've taken that first step. You've taken that first leap into becoming a, a huge friend. online personality. Oh, you've been a best friend forever. <laughs> you've been helping us out forever. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Thank you for that. You've helped us move and move, do millions of things and mail packages and all sorts of shit. You mean Kevin get entertained by weird things. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that, we'll get to that. I'm sure I, I definitely want to hear your Kevin story, but it was extra life where I feel like it was your coming out party where we put a face to the name where cool. Greg was your moniker where you were in the anime watching watch along with Nick and Tim. Yeah. You drank beers with me. And that's when I was telling people because the kids in the chat were loving it. They were loving cool. Greg. That's great. And now they get to know cool. Greg. Okay. And that's what this is all about. It's exciting. It is all exciting. So I want to start with the basic biography. Okay. How old are you? I am 24. Give me the elevator pitch. Of Greg Getty's life? Oh, uh, man. Um, natural born rebel. <laughs> yeah. Title holder. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a great pitch. That was yeah. a great pitch. Natural born rebel. What does that mean to you? Um, I don't know. I, just, I tend to take the hard way, you know, go against the grain. Sure. Even when it's me- making my situation worse. Yeah. I don't know. It just always tends to happy that, happen like that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I've been in trouble a lot, lot, a lot over my whole life, and uh, usually it's for really stupid things. Yeah, that involve just breaking the rules for no sake other than breaking the rules. Okay, which you know didn't work out too well. Well, you're 24 now. Yeah, I regret it all. I was gonna say, yeah. How? So looking back at that, what is that like? I mean, it's kind of disappointing because I'm looking back on literally just if I'm being honest with myself, like six months ago, you know, like oh wow, just like. Things just happen, you know. You th- I, 
in my life, I've learned a lot that I've learned lessons and I tend to forget the lessons I learned mm. and I have to relearn them. Sure. Which sure, is sure, becoming sure. a problem. So, you know, I've gotten in trouble, learn that's not what I want to do. But then, you know, get to another point where I'm like, ah, you know, this nine to five isn't what I want to do either, you know? Mm. So it's kind of mm. go back to that, that same, you know, cycle. Gotcha. Yeah. So are you right now trying to pull yourself out of that cycle? Yeah, I'm trying to pull myself out of that cycle. But with, uh, you know, there's a lot of things holding me back just from all the decisions I made before, you know, like probation in two counties, open cases and more than that. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a lot holding me back. Sure. But, uh, you know, I put myself here. And like I said, like, you know, like, I don't know, I don't regret it too much. I'm, like you said, I'm on the road to being kind of funny. So that's great. Yeah. But, you know, that's a blessing. I understand like that's something I, you know, don't deserve to be on this podcast getting interviewed, but... It's great, you know, and I appreciate all of it. And I feel like I do, you know, have some kind of a story to tell, I guess. Well, why do you feel like you don't deserve it? I think you deserve it. People make mistakes. Well, oh, yeah, I can understand that. Um, you know, I saw Tim. I saw Kevin. Like, I know I know, it's kind of weird when I reference that to you guys and the best friends because you guys see them as already professionals, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I remember growing up with them and just seeing how hard they worked. And, like, I'd be drawing in my black book and Tim would be... I don't know, editing videos about like him and my friends walking around in thongs, you know, and I, of like, course, we none of us thought we were going to get money off of this, but we both thought we were going to get our name out there, you know, and that's what we were both trying to do. And he just, the route he took, it just didn't make sense to me. And then one day it was like, wow, this makes complete sense. Oh, like right. you, you were actually doing something and you knew what you were doing. You just didn't know what you were capable of. Gotcha. And, gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty sick. So drawing in the black book, that's just you drawing. Art's one of your things, or am I misinterpreting? Yeah, I, I draw okay. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? What do you want to do with that? Uh, nothing. I just do it for the love of the sport. I couldn't really turn it into a, a job or a hobby. People my whole life have been telling me to, but... So why say no? Why? Why? See, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm sure at some point, some moron was like, Greg Miller, you can't be on camera. You're fat and stupid. <laughs> you can't be on camera talking about video games. And yeah. I said, to hell with that, Kevin. I did it. You could do it. You can make a living on art. I mean, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not a light switch, right? Yeah. It's not I like all, all of a sudden you're doing it, but. You know, I, I mean, I went to art school and I went to school, school of the arts. I wasn't actually in school of the arts, but that's where my, my campus was. So I shared classes with like a lot of, um, I don't know, professional, but like, sure. you know, legit art classes. And one day, you know, I made this weird drawing with a bunch of like a cutout of Obama and stuff. And I got a thousand dollars. I had to say a speech and it ended up being in the De Young. And I was just like Wait, the young museum. The, okay, okay. And I was just like, like what? Yeah. You know, like I do things at twelve at night where I put my heart into, you know. And then I come to school and I'm doing this nonsense. People say it's art, and like I don't know, that kind of opened my eyes to like this is not something I want to be a part of because I don't understand it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When you say twelve at night, are you drawing in the black book? Well, I'm saying growing up, like okay. you know, just just doing different things, all types of you know, like not when you're supposed to do it. So not drawing. Only in the black book. Not like drawing on the clock or whatever. I understand. understand, understand. Okay. Okay. I like you. And that's the thing about you. And a long time ago, Kevin would talk about this. I'd like, oh, you know, Greg's going to come over. He's doing this. I'm going to go out with him. He's like, Greg's a good kid. I want to put him on the right track. And I was like, I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. And then you meet you. And that's the thing. You're a genuinely good person. I can see that about you. So I don't like you being down on yourself. And I don't like you getting into trouble. Will you please stop getting in trouble for me? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to stay out of trouble. A lot of the trouble I've gotten in, and a lot of the serious trouble is trouble I never thought would come back and get me. You know, you do certain things, and you're like, all right, I'm got, I got away with it or whatever. Oh. But there's certain things I did where I just didn't think twice about it, and it just affected my life. 
Can I ask what that is? I'm not familiar with your bad choices. I'll, I, the only thing I've ever heard of is I know you did graffiti or you did, did graffiti or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so much to like to go. I don't even know where to start. Uh, I, I mean, like the first one, the, the, the reason I uh, first got arrested, and I first got a record and, and all that. And I got a, um, an F on my record was because I was on the bus and this little kid just kept staring at me and he wasn't young, but he was just small. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, he's staring at me, whatever. You know, I hang out with, just like Tim says all the time, I, he, grew, he grew up with Asians. Yeah. You know, I grew, grew up with a bunch of people that weren't, um, they didn't look like me. And well, that's, you guys are in San Francisco. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. The so thing. I'd stand out. So yeah. if, especially on the back of a bus, most of the people I'm with, you wouldn't expect me to be with. Gotcha. So, gotcha. um, I get a text from my friend. He's like, hey, dude, watch out for this little dude. Like, he's on you. And I'm just like, okay. And I get off the bus and he follows me. And I turn around. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he pulls out a knife and he tries to rob me, right? And he starts, you know, naming these things. I'm not going to name them just because. But he starts naming these places, like gangs, I guess he's with. And I start laughing. And then my friend socks him. So I sock him. And we end up jumping him. And then two days later, they come to my high school and I get arrested for assault on a minor. Mm, mm, mm. And, you know, I go to court and I'm not going to tell the real story because... I'm not going to say this dude just committed, try to commit robbery or something, especially in front of like a judge and jury on paper and shit. So why not? I mean, you know, you're just not supposed to like tell on people and stuff, you know, like, I, you know, I just felt like it was the wrong thing to do. Like he I mean, didn't, he there's didn't, no judgment coming from yeah, me. It's just that I'm the cops. The cops just came, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh, so then uh-huh. he's, okay. he's not the one that even pushed the issue. The DA picked it up. So gotcha. it's like, I, I felt like getting him in trouble wasn't even the real problem. It was more of like, Damn, like you guys were busy watching the fight, but you didn't see him pull out the knife and like sure, none, none, sure, sure, sure. And sure. he's naming gangs when he did it. And it's gotcha. Like, what? I was just chilling with my friends. You yeah, know, he yeah. followed me off the bus, and they yeah, have yeah. all this on camera, but didn't change anything. Gotcha. So that starts. The so bad that things. gave me the record, and gotcha. then from then on, started getting fired from all my jobs, and I was like, all right, because that's nonsense. Yeah, that's the thing. Where I mean, you're talking about right where nine to five, not for you necessarily, but also I have to imagine it's tough then to go because this is what you hear about all the time, right? If you like you're filling an application and have you been convicted of a crime, you check yeah. yes, and then it's they go into it, and then yeah, and there's just been a bunch of problems I never thought I was going to deal with because of it. Like um, I got fired from one job for just lying on the application about, I misunderstood the, about the crime, it, oh, okay. and, and I didn't know if it was. Um, have you been convicted of a felony compared to have you been convicted at all and sure. all these things? And I guess I, I chose the wrong one, told them about my, my crime. But then when we got a new manager, they fired me as soon as they found out. I gotcha. was like, man, because at that point I'd become supervisor. So it's like, you guys put so much credit to me and then just, you know, so right. whatever. Yeah, that sucks though. Yeah. Especially if you're a supervisor, they've seen it in you. They yeah. promoted you up or whatever. And yeah. then some technicality like that's going to come along. Yeah, but I've had some fun times and, you know, I didn't deserve to be at that job anyways. <laughs> I got suspended countless times for the most outrageous things. What were you doing? Um, like, this is a story I'll tell, but we might have to edit it out. I don't know. I have a coworker who's a, a transsexual. And, like, you know, like Tim said, we like I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, you, you guys know, are born and raised in San Francisco. You've been here your whole You don't life. get any passes. You don't get anything. Like, normal people, I don't see a difference. Um, so, like, I was cool with her. I saw her in the Tenderloin a couple times, and I would throw her in my hood. And I'd be like, give me your purse, just to joke with her, you know? And then she'd turn around. Yeah, she would turn around and be like, hey, Greg. And I'm like, oh, hey. Then, you, know, <laughs> you know, she's like a grown woman or whatever. Yeah. And um, so I'm at work, and I see her. And so when I met her, she had a, a man's name. Mm-hmm. And then 
over the span of me being there for two years, she ended up getting a woman's name. You know? Sure, sure. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get in trouble. So sure, at worry. the end of her name, it was uh, Bella. So I seen her and I was like, oh, baller, what's happening? And I called her a baller. And they suspended me for, for sexual harassment to a transsexual because I, I made a ball joke. Oh. And I'm like, wow, guys, like, that's not how English works. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, just yeah. get offended by me calling somebody a baller. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a tranny joke. Like, that's crazy, you know? So they spend me for that. But I was supervisor, you know, I sexually harassed, on paper, sexually harassed somebody who worked under me. Yeah. And they didn't, didn't fire me. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, yeah. You know, that's great. So, gotten away with a lot, but still shouldn't have gotten in trouble. Sure, 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 sure. So, for you, where do you think it happens that you and Tim deviate? You know, if that makes sense. You and Tim, you look so much alike. You're raised in the same circumstances. You both fucking got to put up with Kevin every day of your goddamn life. And I don't understand how you guys do it by choice. And I love you, Kevin. I love you. But you know what I mean? Some days. Some fucking days, (laughs) Kevin. No, I mean, so Tim goes down this route of, you know, making the good decisions, making the decisions that he's going to take him this way, that way, and do this with it. What about... I mean, why why doesn't that click for you? What happens that doesn't send you down that way? Um, why do you rebel, as you say? Much like the hit film Rogue One. By the way, this is a great time to tell you about our sponsor. I'm kidding. Um, Are we getting Star Wars sponsorships? Can you imagine? I honestly, I can't say, but I've I've always known we were different. You know, yeah. like you know, he's the Leonardo. I've heard. You no, know, we talked about that. He's the Leonardo of the group. But uh, are you Raph? Uh, no, I'm Michelangelo. Okay, obviously. just making sure. Um, <laughs> But, uh, man, that's well, a Raph tough one. was the more, like, fringe, I'm going to get in trouble guy. I mean, you skateboard a lot, but every all the turtles skateboarded, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. I, feel, I still reference that with Michelangelo for some reason, Okay, cool. Though. No, I, um, you know, I think you're right. You're right. It's the cool, happy, fun one. Okay, that's true. So then who was Raph in the group? No Raph. Okay, good. And you're Donatello? Obviously. Just making sure. Yeah. Um, but to answer the question, I've... I've always felt like he was different. Ever since, ever since I can remember him knowing him, I always felt like he was just the leader and he was capable of so much. Yeah. And I don't know, teachers and bosses always told me I'm different, I stand out or whatever, but I always just feel like they're just cutting it easy for me. So like, I, I remember them just not giving me um, the same work as other students, but putting me in charge of the other students doing mm, the work. Mm, mm. Stuff like that. I remember being in English class and they let me draw instead of doing an essay. So people have always given me like little special things where like, all right, we see it in you, but you're not doing anything yeah, how do we so we're just gonna kind of give you whatever you need so yeah. i see that and i feel like tim's kind of the opposite where it's like he's always just felt like he could do it he could learn it he could figure it out um i remember one thing he told me about school which changed my mind like my life where it was just like it's not about you know getting the right answer it's about knowing your teacher and telling him what he wants to hear and it's just like that just brought in my like it just made me think so much deeper into everything where it's like wow that is probably the most schemey Tim answer to yeah. what school is I've ever heard. Yeah, and that's I, true. I don't know. It stuck with me. No, no, 100%. I mean, so much of it's people, you know what I mean? Getting on the good side of a teacher, having them, like what you're saying, be able to connect with you and see what mm-hmm. your strengths are and how to play to them. Yeah. But Tim's always been such a stand-up dude. Like, yeah. unbelievable. I'm not going to go into the stories because I don't want to yeah, embarrass him. That's but the whole fucking point the of this. Of I want to know all the Tim stories. That's that's the, the touchstone for people who maybe don't know you. They know that you're somehow connected to Tim. But I do have the ending of one story where um, <laughs> he uh, he realized he made a mistake. Me and him growing up, we were young. I don't, he might have been like 10th grade maybe. Yeah. And he realized he made a mistake. And he literally got on his knees and let somebody kick him in the face. It's a true story. <laughs> What the fuck? Literally right in front of me. And that person that kicked him in the face 
was something like I would call a, a close friend at the time, you know? So it was just so crazy to have all these things going on. I'm just there with like my friends, like, is he really going to do this? Like, what the, what's going well, on? I mean, what did he do that was so, did he kick somebody in the face accidentally? Cause that's, I mean, uh, I don't think he'd care, but if he does, uh, he, um, do you know my friend True? I know, so, yeah, we were talking about True in the car. True yeah, so True's crazy. So, you know, <laughs> me and True, like close friends, grew up with Tim and them. Um, we were all hanging out a couple of times, and we had these two close friends, and I'm not going to say your guys' name, but we had these two close friends that were girls, and we were all walking, and for some reason, it was just us three in the back and them two in the front, the two girls. Some reason, True's like, hey, let's pants them. And then Tim, mm-hmm. who's like five years older than us, was like, all right, fuck it. Like, just let's pants them. Who cares? Because he knows these girls. Like, they're fine. They're friends and everything. Yeah. So they run over, True Pants is one, Tim Pants is the other, but the one Tim Pants is, I guess it was like laundry day, because she was wearing some many crazy looking underwear, okay. especially for like a young girl who was like, at that time. Your kids. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, she was super embarrassed or whatever, and that shit just escalated sure. so hard, and <laughs> he ended up apologizing, and she was in tears, and I forgot, like her brother or her friends, I don't fucking remember, Some somebody came and was like, nah, dude, you you got to get on your fucking knees. She's going to kick you. Shit. And Tim was like, all right, whatever. As long as I'm making it right. As long as you know I'm sorry, whatever. Just got on his knees at the fucking San Francisco library and got kicked in the face. By the girl or true or the, the brother? Girl. By the girl. Jesus. Kicked him in the face. Oh, was, was it like now? I appreciate you. Oh, hold my hand for a second. I'm happy you're here because you'll get this. Was it like a Tajiri kick? Did she like haul it off was, and like, God. It was, it was more of like a into the face rather than oh so not I mean? whipping like it around pushing like, you like oh like an un- kind of like an undertaker boot yeah like, yeah okay, exactly okay, so like, blood but, did he bleed nah he didn't bleed he took like a champ did he cry no did nothing. not give a shit nope yeah. just got yeah. up and kept it pushing that uh, sounds like tim that sounds like whew. tim yeah 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 oh man it's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> so i i'm an only child i my family dynamic is weird i none of my i'm an only child all my cousins were way older than me. By the time I came around, my cousins were, I don't even know, five, ten, somewhere in that, that age. So like when I'm, you know, when I feel like I'm coming online and being cognizant of like being an adult, you know what I mean? Like I, I the, when I have memories of being young, like you know, uh-huh. your first memories, like for me, it's watching the anime, Batman animated series at Grandma's. Yeah. Like there were already pictures I remember of my cousins Jody and Julie, like in high school and then almost getting ready for graduation. Like, so there's that much of a gap between us where they were already like hitting life events. What's it like for you? And what's like your first memory of Tim? What's it like to have an older brother? I don't know what that's like. Honestly, I couldn't even say my first memory of Tim. Like, I don't want to sound too soft, especially cause he's important now. So it's kind of weird when I talk about him. Cause I don't want to, I know he wouldn't, but I don't want other people to ever think like, jumping on the bandwagon or something i don't think anyone thinks but, that you his brother is jumping on the tim bandwagon i don't but, think that's but it's just the way people like i'm not used to people talking about tim like you know like you guys just raised seventy eight thousand dollars fresh laugh yeah. you know like that's crazy and i know people like really appreciate that so people see him in the spectrum it's like similar to mine but different you know sure. and well, that's what i find fascinating about you guys is that i see how much how alike you are and how, but how different you are at the same time yeah and that's what i, I want to talk about <laughs> man i don't know Crazy, I'm kind of lost. Okay, Just don't put me back on track. Okay, fine, don't worry. That's what I'm here for. You don't have to say it. I'll, I can, I'll tell if you, if you're, I'll tell you if you're lost. Okay, you don't worry you. about me. I'm driving the ship. There you go. You just sit there. You just kick your feet up. Ghost ride the ghost ship. There we go. Ghost ride the ghost ship. Do you know that, Kev? I'm gonna start saying that. I used to say ghost ride the whip a lot. I heard that somewhere in a song. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. But not anyways. 
Please keep saying the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, y'all got jokes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> what is it? I forgot. What the, it was something else. No, I think that was it. Is that I a quote from it. the movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they kept doing the trailer. I kind of remember I, that I kept scene. saying it. I think Bebop says it. Oh, y'all got jokes. So whenever somebody says a joke, I say that. And then I say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 in theaters now. <laughs> I'll do that for you, Kev. Don't worry. All right. So you don't have your first memory of Tim. Uh-uh. But like, so what? But what's it like growing up with him as a big brother? Like, are you you guys together all the time? Do you go through that thing where you're totally lame to him and he doesn't want any to hang out with you? Nah, man. I I don't. When when I think of Tim and I think of like my first memories and what it's like to have him as an older brother, like I don't even distinguish it like that because I I don't know if it's just the way my brain works or whatever. But I've always thought I learned differently than most people. Mm-hmm. But with Tim, I've just felt like he was kind of holding my hand. Through everything, and even if it was things like he didn't understand, like I remember my first fight, and his—I don't know if I told the story already, but I remember being like basically like you know, long story short, forced into my first fight over a couple of days, and I'm like, all right, Tim, it's gonna happen. What should I do? And he legitimately told me ballpark where you grade wise or age wise, um, ninth grade. Oh God, okay. So then I'm like, he like you're a late bloomer. So yeah, so I was he, fucking fighting kids in kindergarten, <laughs> biting their ankles. Oh man, I'm, yeah, <laughs> but but that goes into that goes into with Tim too, and they, I don't care about this. If you guys don't care, but like just sole purpose, just because of Tim, I waited till I was eighteen to smoke, drink, and fuck, and that's all because of him telling me like that's the way to do it. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Don't be like everyone else. And then it's pretty cool. Happy it happened. You know, happy yeah. like I did that. Um, at that point, I think he was still waiting. It's like twenty one or something. I don't know, but yeah, uh, that's why it's it's a it's a it's this weird thing of watching him grow up while we've done kind of funny, but we move so fast and it mm-hmm. feels like we've been doing it so long. Yeah, that when somebody asked me why do you call Tim the pure one, and they also say why is it pure one, I'm like, no, it's the pure, not the store pure one, pure one. <laughs> it's because when we started doing the show, right, like he wouldn't drink on camera. And he yeah. was very awkward, and I looked at Kevin. And Kevin wasn't even here yet. Like I know you were in the similar in the world, but you know what I mean. He wouldn't drink on camera, and I remember when he'd be single, and Nick would egg him on how much he'd be like, "No, no, I never do that." What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's like some filthy guy now, but it's like, like how it, Nick would egg him on, knowing that Tim was such a moral, you know, pillar of the community that mm-hmm. he would never think to do this or do anything like that. Yeah. And now you know he's just being crazy as Tim Gettys. Yeah, and I like it. It came at a perfect time for him yeah. to wild out. If he wild out a little earlier, it'd have been with the wrong people. Sure. You know, so this is cool. This is awesome, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Kevin, take it easy. Don't break stuff. Yeah, We're eventually going to get to you. Don't worry. No, I... It's okay, Kev. Don't worry. I'm joking around. Can you get me another beer, though, Kev? Yeah. Thanks, big, thanks, big cat. He's a good guy, that Kevin Coelho. Yeah, small guy. Yeah. Do you remember meeting him for the first time, or is that another thing? Because he's been around the same way, right? And then it was... Tim was uh, whatever, and he was a year, is he a year younger? And then you're two years younger? Is that the Yeah, deal? I think so. I, I, don't, I don't really pay attention to that. Yeah, me either. When Tim, they talk about that, I see, yuck, yuck, yuck. Don't listen to him. I just, um, Kevin, I don't even, no, I don't remember meeting him, but I just also, like, the earliest memories I have all involve him. Like, going to the park and playing tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, that's why it's kind of such an important thing to me, is that turtle thing, just because it's the earliest memory I have. So sure. it's, like, kind of defines, like, the first four years of life. You know, yeah, so I was course, like, all right, course, that. Yeah. But... Kevin, how old is Tim now? 26? 27. 27. God, the years go by. He was such a baby when I first met him. Now I'm old. All this gray hair. Watching him do this thing. So, you talk about him being the leader. Yeah. He's always been the leader. 
You talk about looking up to him. You talk about him he, coming to him for advice and stuff like that. Is that just the way your family dynamic played out? That he needed to be that sounding board? He needed to be the adult? I don't know. Like To be honest, I really feel like all the um, experimental choices my parents made growing up, being hippies <laughs> and stuff, I feel like I got a full blast of that, and he didn't. Because... Right. I just know the way we see same situations, how it's different. Like, yeah. and like when we went to go watch Fantastic Beasts and everything, like granted I had a couple of drinks in me and whatnot, but even if I didn't, like I just know the way my mind works and you guys would pick up on such important, subtle parts of the story that even me being a fan, I would have missed, you yeah. know? So yeah. it's just the way he, his mind works. I remember him talking, talking to him about wrestling and him just describing about like, oh, it's just about provoking emotion. So, you know, just describing it in a sense, I was like, holy crap. I never thought about it like that. And I've yeah. watched it for 10 years. Like... <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, how'd you do that? So Tim's definitely always been a way to slow things down and describe it, you know, and like help me out. Um, I was going off on that one story about our first fight. Yeah. Uh, so I asked Tim for advice. I'm like, dude, it's no getting out of it. What do I do? And this is back when we were both in high school. So okay. he wore jabos. I don't know if you know what jabos are. I don't know what jabos like, are. Ghetto pants with straps on them. It's like okay. they're so baggy that you have to have straps to make sure they don't hit the floor. Oh, okay. So okay. like, yeah, like you know, we we dressed like that, and um, he was like, "Hey, man, so why don't you just take them to an alley and I'll hide behind a dumpster, and then you'll you'll just be like, like I forgot, like transform, and then I'll I'll make fucking lights go off, and then I'll jump out wearing the same outfit, and there'll be two of you. He's never gonna want to fight someone that can transform. No, just, nobody would. No. Thanks, Tim. Great A advice, solid advice, but then I called True and True was taking kickboxing. So I was like, what's up with them hands, man? Like <laughs> the difference is in your friend group. One guy wants to put on a light show, the other yeah. just like kick him in the face. Kick him over and over again in the face. Yeah. But that's the thing, yeah. I was thinking about that even before you got there when you said uh, hide behind the dumpster. I was like, Oh yeah, you guys do have like a doink the clown thing going on. Where you could we totally could, just could like cycle in and out. Nobody completely. would really know the difference. Yeah. You're Especially with a nice fog and the lights. I know yeah. Tim would do it. Did you so did the fight happen? You went through with the fight? Yeah, I went through with the fight. Did um, you go? Which route did you go? The Tim route? This is like a video nah, game. My, I went the going ones route. Afterwards, my friends were all like, dude, you didn't even hit him in the face. And I, but I had him on the floor and like, you were scared. I'm like, yeah, I was scared. Like, I never punched somebody in their face. It's weird when you punch somebody in the back of the head. It's not that hard. But like, just knowing their nose and stuff is going to be there. Mm. Personally, I'm like, that's a little much, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. no. it's kind of weird. No. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Great times. But I remember uh, afterwards, after that fight, uh, I went, I was with my homie Jesse and we went back to school for summer school. And this was like that day or the next morning. And the security guard comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, I heard you uh, sat on. And he says the kid's name. And yeah. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he told me. He told me like that you guys fought, but you just sat on him. And I'm like, well, I mean, I wasn't throwing that much punches, but I didn't just sit on him. But what's he telling you for? Like, but a security guard was cool. So he didn't, he was just like making conversation. Sure. You know, it was just like, it's hilarious. The guy I fought is telling people I sat on him. He was probably helpful. Yeah, thankful, you know. Nobody wants to get punched in the face. Yeah, that's it. But just down, saying, like, I, I got right. forced into the fight. Sure. Like, so it's kind of like, you know what's going on right now. Was it? Yeah, that's good. Were people Whatever. betting on it that you got forced into it, or was it just when like I was just high school, egging you every in? day? Every day, bros messing with me, and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna have to do this. But like, you know, because I was Tim's brother, so I wasn't scared of fighting. I just didn't want to do the wrong thing. You know, I was the guy that's telling people like, don't fight. It's so easy to just walk away and just laugh at them. Yeah. Or like when my friends were about to fight or something, like you know, they're face to face. I'm like, kiss them, kiss them. You ain't gonna kiss them. Like just stuff like that. You yeah, know. Yeah. But this one was, I was like, all right, dude, it's too far. Like he, like I can't. Either. I'm not gonna kiss this I'm guy. Gonna I'm gonna turn around him. and get socked. Like, yeah. you know, so I was like, all right, not doing it. Okay, okay. So 
all this is happening. Going to Tim for advice on fights, that seems interesting. That's not I where I would for start. advice on everything. Yeah. You know, like whatever I need to do. Do you not have that kind of relationship with your mother? Well, I mean, nah, like I'm, I'm hella close to my mom. I'm a lot closer to my mom than I feel like a lot of people are. And because uh, we can just hang out and stuff. But she, like, my brother's told you guys, like, she didn't, she didn't let us um, watch Ninja Turtles growing up. You know, little things like that, violence usually mm, against. Mm. So she just has, she's kind of stuck in her ways in certain things. So I just can't really understand, you know. Sure. So I wouldn't go to her for advice like that. Um, I'd probably end up getting in trouble. I, I got in this other fight one time and I played it off as if it was self-defense. And then the video got went around and the people saw it or whatever. And like on YouTube or on like like security phones, people showing people Jesus. on phones and everything. You grew yeah. up in such a different age. And I never would have had to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I got in trouble for that. And she was furious, like out of her mind, just because I was on like out there for being a fighter, you know? Sure. And that's from then on, I was like, oh, this ain't cool, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't want her thinking. You know, I don't want her embarrassed of me. But, all, you know, it's high school. I wasn't planning to do any of that. No, yeah, you get in these situations. All yeah. these different things happen. How old ballpark are you when your father passes? Man, I think I was 18 or 19. Oh, okay. But I felt like, you know, I was 12. You know, I felt mm, like this mm. was like, whoa, this is weird. I can only imagine. Yeah. 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 Um, I got a random tattoo for him. And then afterwards, I was just like, I don't know if this was a great decision, but it looks good. So I was like, all right. Is like, it, which one is it? Is yeah, it one I can right see? here. Okay. Okay. And it says, I hope my kids remember me the way I remember you. I love you, dad. And it's like, now that I'm a little older, I'm like, like, I don't want to make this the conversation, but like, I don't think I'm having kids. And on top of that, I'm like, I don't, man, maybe should have chose somebody else's quote instead of just writing my own little quote. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Because, you know, I was like going through some things. I wanted to get a tattoo before he, you know, had passed or whatever. Yeah. So made some decisions. Sure. But, I like it. That's a good quote. I think but it worked out. And I got this one too. And it says forever young. He's, it, we'll cover it. Don't worry. And uh, his favorite artist was Neil Young. And oh, okay. My favorite artist was Jay Z. Both of them had songs called Forever Young. So I was like, all right. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. When that happens, does that force Tim to step up even more than he already was? Or was he already that kind of. Was he already. I mean, is, is Tim with your dad and without your dad still the same relationship with you? I mean, I don't know. My dad was like my homie. Like, my dad was a cool friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've never called him for advice. I don't even know if I've ever had his phone number, but. That's not to say like it mattered. Like I, you know, like I, I didn't need him, Dad. Sure. Not, not in that sense. You get what I'm saying? Like my, I know you mean. my pops had. I mean, my mom had it. Um, but once he passed, I, I was already kind of old enough, and I've already gone through some losses, not just deaths, but just random losses. When Tim, I don't feel like that really affected me in relation my relationship with Tim too much. And I know Tim is the Grinch, so I just like like he's, he's cool the as Grinch? fuck to me. But That's like, what you call him. Well, I mean, like I just know him as somebody who'd. Who's like genuine great guy, you know, but yeah. like he'll buy you a present just to buy you a present. If you need help, he'll help you. But if you buy him a birthday present, he'll be like, damn, now I got to buy you a birthday present. Oh, yeah. Like that's okay. that's him. Okay. Christmas, he's like, fuck, I hope no one's expecting a present. Yeah. Like he's not cheap. He'd give him money sure, to course, shut them up, course. but he just doesn't want to, <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I just see him like in that sense where it's like, you know, he doesn't really care about things, you know? So I, I, I knew he cared about my pops, but I just don't feel like he needed to show it to me at all. You know? Gotcha. Have or, you guys ever talked about it? And this is again yeah. not me prying. I'm just again as an only child. Like when my parents get divorced, it would have been like, man, this would have been awesome to have another confidant in this situation. You know, this is the th- same thing I have right now with 
my older cousins who are still in Chicago, right? Like we have not family drama, but they keep me abreast of family situations. Uh And so every so often something will pop up and they'll say something and I'll say something. And it's like, we're in this conversation about my father. And it's like, wow, I've never had a peer to talk to about what's what I've thought about this situation or that thing. or My dad's weird ass bottle collection. See, I'm, I'm, I like to say the opposite where I feel like it's kind of weird when I get to talk to people about, uh, things that I have the same opinion on, especially like my dad or, or something like that, or like yeah. even if my mom's talking about Tim, I'm just like, ah, man, like we just disagree so much that I can't even, I don't like sharing these thoughts. Oh, man, because you, you like know? Tim, so your mom doesn't like Tim. No, no, not that That's at all. That's what you're saying. Your mom hates Tim <laughs> and you love Tim. <laughs> no, nah, not that at all. It's just it's just everyday situations and like how we handle them. And like just sure. even things like when to call him, little things like that, you know, it's just yeah. we go about it differently. And sometimes when you just see someone doing something so chaotic or so outrageous, you're just like, man. I got it by my tongue, but you're doing it. The first three steps you're doing wrong. Not gotcha. saying she is, just saying in general is with people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. No, that's it's interesting. All right. So, what's your favorite Tim story? Man, my favorite Tim story. Um, damn, that's a hard one. Because, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, my favorite one that I've told the most times, I, I guess it would be the favorite. It's just this, the one you guys already know about is the Tim and True walking down in thongs down santa cruz because we just made like a whole vacation out of making like one of his first videos you know we got video matter of fact there's on that same video he has footage of little 12 year old white girls slapping him like just for the sake of slapping him what he had him walk oh yeah kevin was there too right kevin's everywhere he's always been there yeah and like i don't know we did we had so much fun with that just a vacation i'm pretty sure i'm not sure if it was the same one or not but we um put pillows in pajamas Mm -hmm. And we threw it off the balcony, and we acted like Kevin jumped off at like two stories. Jesus Christ! No, it was you jumping off the two. Oh, stories. it was me. Okay. We, then, we showed it to your mom, and she flipped out because she thought you actually did it. And it's just like so I jump, and you just see, Doop. <laughs> and I'm just laying there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Worst production ever, but it fooled mom. Ha <laughs> ha! Got her. I can only imagine your poor mother. <laughs> Having to put up with you, like you, both of you, you and Tim, you both, you're coming home with these videos of slapping people and thongs and all these jumping yeah, off of things. Yeah, randomness, the randomest things. Um, Did she encourage that kind of stuff? Did she encourage the drawing? Did she encourage Tim and his uh, crazy video stuff? Or was there that you guys got to buckle down at some point, get a real job, and think about your future kind of thing? Nah, not at all about yeah. that. She was always, she was always just like figure it out. You know, like my mom, I lived with my mom hella long. Like she was thinking that, like you know, like, yeah. So she was never t- in a rush to kick us out. But uh, I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine. Like Tim, Tim had moved out roughly when you guys started. Yeah, yeah, funny, yeah. I, I think that. I don't know. Um, and that's been really weird. Just not having him there. Yeah. Like, um, like a problem I'm going through with last night. We got Comcast, and I I got cable for the first time. Only thirty channels, which sucks. But I get home. All right, you have cable for the first time. Suck it up. Yeah, All right. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Four, okay. No, a lot more than four years. But, but a long time. I don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay. But um uh yeah, and you know, I get home I got home last night around four just because I was I was working late for a long story. And um I just wanna get ready for this show, listen to some music, a little bit of Lil Wayne, you know, a little Gucci man, he just got engaged. Shout out Goop. And uh Good job, Gucci man. There you go. And uh you know, just relax and she's like, Oh, I got this internet. I'm like, What's the Wi Fi? She's like, Comcast. I'm like, what the it's not it's not comcast and she's like all right here she hands me an envelope and it's in the back of a piece of mail and the guy who did the the xfinity who helped us out just wrote the directions and there's three different 
things, home and a bunch of numbers, home and a bunch of numbers, flight and a bunch of numbers, and then something else. And I'm just like, what's the password? Do we have three different Wi-Fi's? Is that what's going on? Do we pay for three different ones? Like, you guys might have the answers. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Just lost, man. It's stuff like that. Not having Tim around. It's like, you know, I spent all night without Wi-Fi, even though we paid for it. I'm sure it's just three button clicks, but not having him around to figure out these little problems that we can't figure out at the household. It's a huge, huge issue, you know? Yeah. And my, um... My uncle had just passed away two days ago, and we're trying to get Tim to come out to the uh, funeral and stuff. Yeah. And like he's he's gonna be able to make it, but it's just like, damn, how complicated it is just to like get in contact with him to have to figure out all these things. It's like, man, Why? usually he was just busy? in the other room, uh, well, just because he's not here. You I got know? you. I and got then, you. I, like I said, we have me and my mom have different ideas of when to call him, and I try not to call him even if it's sunny out because he might be on camera, things like that. You know? Sure. But uh. Yeah, so just just like the easy things take so long to get handled now. Right. Just because, you know, he's not around. Now he's going even further. It's like, oh, shit. Well, he's getting closer to me, though, so you can just come hang out with us now. Yeah, and it's a little closer to the abs, so that's cool. So the di- your family dynamic is what fascinates me the most. So you, you mentioned your parents were hippies. Mm-hmm. That was their, their thing. Your mom still is to an extent. I mean... Not like she's like... Dropping acid and talking about the doors or whatever, but I mean, she's still like very like like if if I mean, she anyone, can't out the anyone insulted a Native American, yeah. she would lose it. She would go ham, and that's like that's just her thing. She's just like sure, super. I don't know what is it like. Um, she just feels really bad about everything. She's empathy, but, you know. She's the, super the, empathetic. Our race is done to different races sure. and stuff. So sure. it's like things like that. Like she still has the spirit, but she doesn't have the classic cliche like hippie vibe to her you know tie-dye she has like a grandma vibe to her like offering the neighbor kids cookies and that's a real thing she does okay that's good good on her for that yeah but then so when your dad's around is tim still the guy for all the answers for the house even from him i I mean i don't know i want to i really want to um explain that like i really liked my dad i really loved my dad yeah he was really cool but like I, you know, I've seen him as a close friend. I always seen him like as an uncle. Almost, That's interesting, you know. And uh, is that because you I call had him a... dad, you know, and all that stuff? Sure. It'd be weird not to. Like, I didn't call him by his first name or anything. Yeah. But, but you know, like I didn't. I don't remember ever going to him advice for advice. Sure. Like, I can't remember one question that I've asked him where I actually was, you know, expecting the answer. But uh, I get that he... Tim. That's a weekly thing. You know, so like, and it's always been a weekly thing. And gotcha. I, remember, I remember talking to Tim about what high school I should go to. And like little things like that. And he was at Lowell and like, you know, it's like a good high school in San Francisco yeah. and I got sent to mission and it's just like the complete opposite, you know? So it's just, you know, different worlds. And it's like, I don't know. I think maybe earlier you were talking about like, when do we, when do we split or whatever? Yeah. Like we went to the same elementary school and that's it. So different okay. middle schools, different high schools. And then he went to college. So there's that. Gotcha. And he went to Lowell. I went to, I was enrolled at four different high schools. And I just kept switching, but why? Um, first one I got transferred out. Second one they released me because it was too early in the year, and I was missing too much school. Mm-hmm. And that was when I went to mission. I didn't have to. I didn't have it figured out. No, I didn't have it. I, I mean, I was kind of maybe a little bit, but I didn't have it figured out how to get there. So I'd, I'd show up like two hours late every day. Gotcha. So I was in the abs, and it was in the mission. Yeah, I yeah. take like, a bus to the thirty-three. It was just a whole thing I wasn't used to. Sure. And um, so they they transferred me out within like two weeks or something. Okay, but. I never really got in too much trouble. I was just kept getting kicked out. And then okay. one, one because I moved to Daly City, they kicked us out because it was inner district. You're no longer or in the yeah. right district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
it's always been fun. Do you think that's one of the other reasons, one of the main reasons, like Lowell, like you said, and this is, I only know this now from you and Tim, that it's a good school. I don't pay attention to schools in San Francisco, but I know that, yeah, it's just like good, not artsy, but like yeah, intellectual. Yeah, like schools you have to like, that's public that you apply for. Right, 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 right. right, right. just sign up for it. Do you think that's one of the reasons that you and him have had such a, a different like trajectory in terms of this? Like you're ha- you you found trouble. Tim's always been this motivated self-starter, making videos, doing this stuff, having a... He, scheming having a plan for what he's going to do to whether it be to get to the q15 la show or whatever did i say that I right just, q15 qn5 tone deaf dumb name for that whatever it sounds like a radio station should be tone deaf and friends was it quintic nicholism i think stands for q101 was a chicago radio station so it's going to screw me up the rest of my life to get to the q101 show in la he had a plan or to get to e3 or to get to kind of funny you know yeah what I mean? completely yeah do you um, think that the, is, is the high school and the environment because like your friends are you, are you still I feel like he ended up there because he was like that. Okay. You know, um I remember talking to Tim when I was going through like uh what would it, lady troubles, I don't know whatever you want to sure. call it. Yeah. And um I remember him telling me like and I, I don't want to say this wrong cuz how he words things is a lot better than me, but I remember him just expressing to me about how important it is like that your girlfriend has like a good job or is going to school mm, or it's like mm. it's just like a, a an idea that I never thought of. I was just, you know, like love's love, whatever you fall in love. Like, right. I'm not, you know, I'm not overthinking it. I'm just saying, like, growing up, had this idea: you meet the right one, you're with the right one, kind right. of thing. He's one who put the idea in my head where it's like she could be the right one because she made the right choices, rather than just being the right one, kind sure. of thing. And like, just like that idea, just him telling me that when I was in like eighth grade or whatever, changed the way I look at women forever, you know. And I feel like he's always had a a way of seeing things. So it was like simply complex, you know. And it was just like. He'd get straight to the point, and he wouldn't mess mess around with any of the extra nonsense. And I feel like me, I, I, I get lost in the nonsense, okay. you know. Um, that's a huge, huge problem, but I'm working on it. Yeah? Yeah. What what, what does working on it mean to you? Uh, honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just, a lot of things I grew up being into and being you know, interested in and wanting to, talk, like, be known for or whatever, they, um, I'm not going to say they're, like, stupid to me or dumb to me anymore but it's just like the fun's not there like i kind of i saw where it took me and i thought i was building this thing with like friends and like you know because we had different crews and like different relationships like you know people just from being on the show you know yeah kind of had the same sense in high school like we were out here you know bus hopping doing whatever we were doing we were meeting people building people just off our names but they didn't really even know us you know and uh i don't know i kind of feel like it all started to fall apart, you know? And then now it's like, it took me a couple of years at a high school where it's like, I kind of felt like I was in the rest of development where it's like, you know, like I'm, I'm learning things, but like I said, none of these lessons are sticking, you know, mm. I'm making the same mistakes. And one day I feel like doing this and I'm sure this is right. And the next day I'm like, Oh, I'm sure this is wrong, but it's just, it's never, it's never breaking even, you know, it's always back and forth. So that's one thing I'm trying to work on is just, not being the same person I was, you know, like, like the other day you asked me if Jay-Z, you know, who's my favorite rapper? And I said, Jay-Z, you know, like, and I've actually stopped listening to Jay-Z a lot because I felt like he was kind of influencing me in a sense that I didn't want to be influenced in. And it's just like taking that to the next extremes. Cause this kind of funny thing's really cool. Cause usually like, you know, I've had a couple friends that I could say were famous on the internet, but it was always for bad things. Like I've had friends on world star and oh, like, okay. Those are, you know, weird situations, but, like, it was still cool to be like, whoa, bro, like, you know, I went to high school with her, you know, like, sure. things like that. But with this, it's like, me and Kevin were at Safeway the other day, and we saw somebody walking by in a Cunny Funny shirt. 
I, I really like, hear that. That's awesome. Unbelievable, you know? And then he just walks by like, hey, dude, dope shirt. And the guy's like, yeah. And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, what the hell just happened? Like, yeah. that's so cool, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that reminds me of like when I was younger, I used to hop on a 38 and I would just look up at the bus and people would be like, I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, oh man, you know, like, but when I was younger, I just we're cutting what you just said. Right. But what does that mean? Oh, should I write? I didn't want that out there. So tagging yeah, yeah, what you yeah. tag, what you did tag. Yeah. Do tag. Do you still tag? No, I don't still tag. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It's part of like the decisions where like, I'm still into it, influenced by it. Sure. I'm not, um, a part of it is, uh, I brought those magazines. Mm-hmm. One of them is a graffiti magazine. And I, I, I wanted to show you either on air or off air, whichever oh, okay. it was, um, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna sit down on the side, actually. Anyway, sorry. The most, the main point of why I brought it was, uh, because I didn't know where this this was gonna go, you know. But Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, like, it's it's crazy to me, because I feel like when I said I'm a natural born rebel or whatever, I didn't feel like I was playing by anyone's rules per se. And I'm not trying to sound like a badass, but just saying, like, you know, I was kind of just living life the way I wanted to live. Same thing with my tattoo. I hope my kids remember me the way I remember you. Remember my dad for being kind of like his own person. He didn't fit anyone's expectations you know yeah. just did what he wanted to do and, and i respect him for that and in this book i have right here uh it's about like you know bay area graffiti or whatever and there's this one part where i was reading it and i'll find the page in a second no problem but um he's talking about i think it's 1987 and he's talking about after he was done tagging on buses he went down to powell street and he hung out at powell while they were having like a little writer's meeting and it's just like man my whole high school I literally would hop off the bus after like going, spending, dedicating hours to graffiti with my friends and um, go down to PAL. And we would just stand on PAL in front of Forever 21 by the cable cars for like hours, just smoking, drinking, talking to girls, nothing, whatever it was, you know, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was the everyday spot, you know, and it's to this day, I'm still downtown on Market. You can catch me there every, almost every day. And it's just like, what do you do on Market? You just walk and talk and see friends and I just, you know, this, you know, a bunch of the same stuff, you know, you walk down there it's kind of like you walking into ign bunch yeah. of old faces shake a bunch of hands and you just sure. decide who you want to talk to kind of thing gotcha um but yeah and it's just crazy because i was like you know i i live the same dudes not the same life but like the his exact same every day is what i was doing but it's like over 20 years later and he's doing the same thing in the same city on the same blocks and it's just like that was crazy to me because i was like like maybe this like this graffiti thing isn't as unique as i thought it was mm, you know interesting. it's like I really thought I wasn't playing by anyone's rules. And sure. It's like, but man. it turns out you're doing exact. You're living someone, uh, uh, not a life, but it's a step-by-step timeline. Yeah, and it's somebody been else done. Has to. It's been done. And this, this movie is a document. Piece by piece. Yeah. It's a document about San Francisco graffiti. Oh shit. Can I borrow it? Yeah. That's why I brought it okay. actually, just in case you wanted to. Um, yeah. I got a couple friends that are in it. It's pretty cool. I, I love I really how Kevin never it. decides how he wants to be presented. Sometimes he'll yell it into the microphone, get closer. Sometimes he'll lean back and whisper it. Like It's a Patreon exclusive, Kevin. You can say what you want. But also in this, he's just explaining uh, basically the ins and outs of all of San Francisco graffiti, you know, from the beginning to the end. And um, uh, there's one part where, you know, he's at, he's at Turk and Taylor uh, skateboarding and he's just catching tags or whatever. And I just saw it. And like, it took me years. I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I literally do that every day. Like, Every day. And what does like, catch and tags mean? Or just like he's he's tagging things. Yeah, just tagging. Is, and, and when you say tags, you want to use Skycam, Kevin. Are you talking about? And sorry, my ignorance on this. Are you talking things like this that are detailed, or is it the tag where I see somebody like, like this. run up on a bus and like they, that? So like they just 
write yeah. scrawl something like on a, a newspaper mailbox or whatever or a yeah, like calligraphy window. Okay, kind okay, of thing. okay, okay. I just write in. But uh, do you do stuff like this? That is the multicolor stuff as well, or do you yeah. just or did you just tag? I should say. No, yeah, I, I did it all. I feel like I could do ins and out of basically anything I needed to do. Um, you know, just times where I'm better and I'm worse, depend, depending on how much, you know, in the last couple of days I've been putting into it, kind yeah, of stuff yeah. like that. But, like, you know, that the new video you guys did for um, Shari and Oh, yeah, the Curran. Disney proposal video. Yeah. And it's um, actually, this is a common mistake. It's pronounced Colonel. Kern- yeah, I heard that last time. All right, Colonel. Um, uh he, uh, when he first asked her out in the original video, yeah, it, a bunch of my friends were in it, and it it ends with a big sheet, and it says Shari in, in graffiti, or whatever. And I did that, and I was like, you know, at this point, I feel like like eight years ago or something. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, like, I've been I've been doing a lot of stuff for a long time. What draws you to it? Huh? What draws you to? It? What makes you want to do graffiti? Uh, like it's it's you know it's my it's my simply complex it's my kind of funny like you know just try to like make a name out of it or whatever but like I'm saying that's I'm talking about it on this show is because I'm not doing it like I talked to Kevin months ago about how like it just doesn't it's just not there for me anymore but but when you say it's not there for you anymore do you mean like the art is still inside you I assume right you still draw you still sketch you still doodle you do anything yeah. like that like that's still there is it just that the illegal let's get drunk let's run around let's fucking spray on in the middle of the night on something is that what's not there for you is that what seems empty is it those relationships i mean i, don't know. I kind of feel like it's a lifestyle you know yeah. like not to sound corny or anything but no. it's not like it's like the difference between somebody just playing games or you know being on this watching streams sure. and like doing all that um where it's like i feel like the is you know, it might sound horrible, but I feel like the vandalism is half the battle. You know, like just being able to get away with it and being able to oh, do that's it. Like that's kind of what makes it worth being even seen. Interesting. So, Interesting. you know, it's kind of like, you know, people people pay um, these exclusives just to hear you talk and talk yeah. to these shows, even if they know it's about a topic they're not interested in, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like we take that same sense with graffiti where it's like we're going to get people are going to be staring at something that before they wouldn't even look at twice. Sure. But it's just because they're interested in us. So does the idea of going legitimate and selling it as art and doing all these different things or doing it still, cause I like you, you, it's this funny thing. I don't think we've ever talked about it. We talk cause we we're acquaintances. I think you're a great guy. I assume you think I'm a great guy. Yeah. We text every so often. I go to this place called wing wings all the time. Right. Okay. You ever heard of it? No. Lower hate. No. God damn it. Kevin, you're not doing anything. Great chicken wing spot in the lower hate. Right. The owner is Christian. Christian reminds me of you. I'll, I, don't, I don't even know how old Christian is. I'll say 10 years, but that might even be selling too much. He he seems like a, a, a business owner, you, a little bit older. You know what I mean? And like inside the shop, every few weeks, they paint over the walls and somebody else comes in and does an art installation up there. And there is a bunch of tagging stuff and there is a bunch of art. So it's one of those where there are legitimate avenues like that to do, let alone the fact that if you wanted to get a bunch of canvases and do stuff like this and sell them, I think you could do that too. Or open an Etsy shop or put it out there. I think it it gets it gets complicated when you involve the aspect of um, money. That's where everything gets weird. Because in my sense, what you're asking me to do or asking me if I'd be willing to do would be like turning kind of funny back into IGN. Oh. So it'd be like backwards. So it'd be like, all right, well, so you're telling me to do this thing I'm passionate about, but just without any soul. Like it's like it's like you're just giving me the the blueprint and you're giving me restrictions, you know, sure, exactly. Cool we love thing. what you do. We love your creative vision. Now do it our way yeah. with this thing, completely. In this thing. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So it's like the part of, you know, graffiti is like this, there shouldn't be rules. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because we do have certain rules, but in, in a sense, just, 
What are some of the rules? Well, you know, you, there's simple ones like, you know, like no cemeteries. Doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's a fence or not. No cemeteries. But uh, things changed. Like, I remember before, like, people people used to not do it on the floor. Now people don't care. Do it on the floor. It's whatever. Trees can get it. You know, all those kind of things. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, weird rules. You know, I hope I'm not boring that boring you guys because i'm in i mean it. you're not i'm if i'm th- th- see this is what you're talking about i'm fascinated all right and for me it's always if i'm if i'm making a piece of content i enjoy there's an audience for what i enjoy because you're real quick for my backstory on even why i'm so fascinated about this issue uh journalism school the first reporting class i took the one of the first assignments was after we got you know because you'd already got I'm getting into the weeds. The first one of the first assignments it took was all right, cool. In this week, you have to go to the courthouse. You have to find a case and you have to report about it. And I went there and sat in a courtroom for two hours watching just the judge roll through all these different things. And the one I cued in on was this kid who had gotten arrested for graffiti. And so he left the courtroom and I thought, and I kept, I had a whole bunch of notes on these cases and I had taken quotes from what they were saying. And I, obviously this is all public record. I'm going through getting the documents. And so when I was like, he was the most interesting one. I went home, went to his case file, cross referenced with his parents, found his parents in the yellow pages, called his parents, got him, blah, blah. And, find, and I'm, like, I'm doing this for an article. Can I, he's like, okay, sure. And he let me interview him. Yeah. And it was a lot of what you're saying. I'm just like, he was like, it was a boring broken wall you know what i mean that was ugly and i went in there and made art on it and i wasn't doing it to be an asshole and it wasn't like you know all the horrible shit you'll see now on facebook stories of like it's a nazi symbol or you know i mean he went in there and he tried to say something be creative and he's like to what you're saying he's like part of the thrill is yeah that i'm going in there and surprising a community with something that they weren't expecting to see or do and it is shocking and it is that there is that rebel side to it yeah i think i think uh it's Graffiti, especially graffiti is one of those things that's really not clear cut. Like there's so much sides and so much levels to it. Like, like I say, one of the things that draw me to it would be, um, being able to just walk up to anything and like deciding like, Oh, I only have this much space or, you know what I mean? Just the saying, like he said, broken, messed down, messed up wall, you know, being able to do something on that, anything like that would be cool. But, um, a case I'm, I'm dealing with right now actually is I, uh, a close friend of mine passed away. Ashanti TRB was handing bro. Um, and, uh, I went to his funeral and, you know, it was just a bunch of kids I went to high school with and his mom and like, uh, there's people from city hall there talking about him when he interned and it's just so much things that it was just so crazy, you know, like first funeral I've been to for a friend a period. of my age. Yeah. And, um, so I got his mom's number or whatever. And then I ended up finding this water tower in the middle of nowhere and, uh, Around the whole thing, I did his name, just different styles. Like so, basically, like this, bunch of times gotcha, with his gotcha. name. And I messed up, and I had left some evidence. <laughs> so I ended up getting caught for it. Is this one of the scenarios you're talking about where you're like I got away with it? You feel like you get away, and then a few days later, oh yeah, but yeah, this is a little different because uh, I kind of knew this was extremely illegal, you know, because it's graffiti. But I'm saying like little things where. When I was saying that, where it was like, I just didn't think they were bad, like self-defense, and ah, I ended up okay. going to jail. Like, gotcha. what? What are you talking about? But, uh, yeah, so I got in trouble for that, and uh, they've, so this is going to sound crazy, but it, I took it to court, so it dropped. They fined me for $180,000. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, San Mateo County, you. Don't fuck around man, their water towers. <laughs> you guys are crazy. And, um, uh, I, you know, I, I go to court, whatever. The court was 
it was kangaroo court. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. Like nothing was really going on. Like they didn't have their paperwork straight, but I was still getting in the trouble. And, um, I took a deal for those who know, I took a deal when they said that the vandalism charge was a thousand. And then after I went to court, after already accepting a deal, they tell me it's 180,000 because I used lead based paint on a water tower. So it could have poisoned the water. Oh, okay. Okay. So I got to replace this whole fucking water tower now, which, you know, I understand like I'm saying six months ago, I was pissed a year ago. I was pissed. Now I'm still pissed. But like I completely understand where it's like, yeah, I poisoned the water. Like there's no two ways about it. Yeah, like yeah. you, it happened, you know? And then it's like, all right, I get it. So that sucks. But you know, I'm dealing with it. So, chopped it down, chopped it down, chopped oh, it down. Now okay. it's at 23, 21,000, but 23,000 plus fines and like bullshit. Okay. okay. So 23,000. It's nothing compared to 180,000. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about it. But I'm just saying that in, in the sense of like, yeah, I definitely see it different now. Whereas like, I see the cause and reaction. I already knew somebody had to clean the bus and the streets, but I was like, whatever, dude. Like, this is life, you know? Like, it's not perfect, whatever. Right. Find joy where you're going to find it, and this is where I find it. Gotcha. But uh, now you're starting to think, see the bigger picture. What The domino yeah, effect of what just happens where it's like, when else happens. Like, you know... Kind of like a self-respect thing too. Like you don't want to put people through that. Sure. You know, like some poor guy stupid, showing up to you know gets out of his bus or goes to his bus and sees it. He's like, motherfucker. Yeah, you know like I mean? this is like, all right, whatever. You guys suck. So then, as somebody who's never been fined one hundred eighty thousand dollars, now twenty three thousand dollars. What the fuck does that look like? You don't have twenty three thousand dollars. I don't have twenty three thousand dollars sitting around. Like, do you- shit, man. These people are crazy. They got it on a uh, uh, twenty. Eight, I believe I forgot Kevin my note I think it was 28 a month is what they expect from me I've never had a job that got 2800 yeah okay. I never had a job that got 2800 a month so you know like San Mateo Mike Jones my PO good try but nah that's not gonna happen yeah. and so right now I'm just kind of bouncing it out you know stacking up a little bit but I can't take it too serious and you know not to compare my situation to anyone else's but uh I got a couple friends um and he did a a little more than a year because he was in the train yards in uh, Concord, I think, or somewhere over there. And uh, he was painting a train and it had little little holes in it, like just like train, kind of like how your windows are set up. Okay. Like, just like little things. Little slats. So was, the paint was going through. Oh, and God. It was, it, what was on the inside? Hella cars. Ah, oh, fuck. Hella cars, like trains full of cars. So we got fined $100,000 from three different counties. Jesus Might have been Christ. two different counties, but something like that. So, and he hasn't even touched it. He's just like, ah, I just don't fucking know. And he's still out there painting and shit. So I'm like, man, you a savage, like my guy, but fuck. You know how, you know how girls have uh, those guns tatted right here? Yeah. Like he has two cans as if he stole them. Tatted, like stuffed into his pants. I'm like, all right, yeah, bro. All right, cool. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's in for life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to know him. Jeez. That's crazy. That, that That's such a weird thing to think about. Like, cause I obviously have never thought about it in terms of like, I would have never thought, yeah, if you spray painted a water tower, that it could contaminate the water and how much that would fucking cost and how much that would fucking fuck everything up. Yeah, I, I didn't think that went through at all. Um, but, you know, whatever, man. I've had some funny funny situations in court. I've gotten, I've gotten arrested before and uh, it was something for my f- first time when I was under 18 when it didn't really matter so much. Um, I got arrested for a friend. And uh, he had robbed somebody and then did some graffiti and then the cops came. And they didn't know who did it. So he was like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo," And it landed on me. So he's like, all right, you did it. And they arrested me. And I was like, damn. Both the the, the graffiti and the Now the robbery, robbery? dropped, yeah. Okay. Because um, most, you know, they dropped because the DA has to pick this shit up. But uh, so. You know. So. Um, all my DA knowledge is based on Harvey Dent. <laughs> I don't know much about DA. <laughs> um, and SVU, of course, SVU. 
Uh, I love Criminal Minds. I wanted to compare. Um, uh, who was Colin Farrell? Was that the guy in Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. To the guys in Criminal Minds the whole time. I was like, man, this is unbelievable. They are just like the feds, like how Nick said. Yeah. Spot yeah, yeah. on. But sorry, I forgot what I was saying. Gee. No, we're talking about Water Tower, learning, all that stuff. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Lost. No, that's fine. You're not lost at all. Shush, shush. Like, you, you're lost. You immediately look to the Hennessy. Yeah, I was like, that'll, get you, that'll get you back on target. That'll get you back on it. <laughs> so then, where are you now? You know you want to make different decisions. You can see, like, this was a bad one. I, I was angry then. I'm angry now. It doesn't matter kind of thing. You understand now the way it all works in terms of a holistic approach. What is that? What, do you sit here now and think about the next five years, ten years? Like, you said you don't want to have kids. Like, you're thinking about the future that way. Like what? What is your not plan, but what? What? What do you want to do from here on out? Um, you know, it's kind of become an open. I don't want to call it a joke because it's kind of like a plan B. But when when I was working with uh, Let's Get Lexi, she would always ask me. She would always try to put me like in the direction I'm going, and she'd be like, "You know, what's what's the plan?" And I'm like, "Tim's couch. Like mm-hmm. that's all I want, Tim's couch. You know, like just nice and simple. He can have." Multiple couches, if that's the problem, you know, like, whatever, whatever it is. But uh, um, I've always thought that. And then, you know, like, I don't want to, you know, sound soft or anything. But, you know, like, I don't I give myself I feel like a deserved amount of credit. And Tim worked his ass off. You know, Kevin, like I remember Kevin talking to me when he was still planning on being a doctor. And like I was not shocked. He was going to school for it. And I was just like, yeah obviously you're probably going to be a doctor what he's doing now makes a little more sense to me but like yeah. back then i wasn't shocked you know i me like no never pictured any of that like i remember thinking when i was 12 just like thinking like awesome like you know king of the hill drinks beer just hella yeah. casually i remember just thinking like i'm definitely going to just be drinking hella casually do i want to be drunk no didn't have an urge to be like rebellious in that sense yeah, yeah, yeah. but i was like i can't wait till i'm old enough to just drink beer stand casually out, you stand know? on a fence and drink a beer yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just hang out like that so i don't know yeah so, okay, but so that's so what, but right now you're still Tim's couch is the plan. That's what you want to do. I mean, yeah, just, just because I don't, I don't, like I said, I, I feel like I have a deserved amount of confidence and I, I don't, I didn't, like, I kind of, uh, looking back on it, walking through it and I, how confused I was just because going through like, you know, friends there I wasn't cool with. My friends started dying right when I left high school. And then, you know, my girlfriend had broke up with me. Real quick too, your friends start dying. Is that part of the life or is that just that? Well, yeah, it's just part of, it was just weird part of things are happening or yeah. I mean, yeah, weird things are happening, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't think high school is anything like high school. When I went to high school, I went to high school like four years ago, but I feel like it's just so much crazier. And I'm, I'm, I have a lot of young friends, like way more young friends than I should have. And like, they are, savages and so i don't know what brings this out i don't it's know like why drugs it's like and that. gangs and yeah just okay. all Jesus all Christ. the above and it's okay. like you know like we have you know james he's uh james missy yeah he's, yeah. he's close uh, maybe I shouldn't, whatever but uh he's he's dead no 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 <laughs> he's a ghost because nah, his job he just deals with a lot of the craziness oh, right. and he works the same high school i went to yeah, yeah, yeah so like when i talk to his stories and he's like dude like you know second day happening. second day of work i saw a thing or a gun i'm just like Jeez, man. what i went to school there Jeez, two years didn't man. see a gun heard about him but didn't see one yeah, like yeah, yeah. man so like just you know i think people are savages you know they're going crazy and i feel like i didn't you know a lot of people say i didn't do homework People, people say that a lot. I hear that a lot on TV and like jokes about that. But like, I honestly didn't do homework. Like I, they literally, when they like, you know, the child left behind, like they literally shoved me through high school. Mm-hmm. And 
that's fine with me, you know. I remember having Cyber High, and they gave me credit for Cyber High for showing cyber, up to the what's class. The hell is cyber High. It's like it's like when you're in high school and you do you get high school credit for doing like a computer course. Okay. So they gave me credit for being in the class, being with the teacher, and doing it. So I'm getting three times the credit for one thing, you know. And that's just because of like like the teachers wanted to help me out because they knew I had it in me, but sure. it wasn't actually there. And I just thought that I think that's unbelievable. Like. You know, you guys should shove me through. And I think Tim's the exact opposite, where it's like he didn't only have the right answer. He also told the teacher what they wanted to hear. Like He had every step covered. Yeah. So I can see where they ended up. I can see where Kevin's going to end up. And I can see all these things. And I just don't really have too much high expectations for me because everything I thought I was going to do was always like one foot in the door, one foot out. You know, like, oh, I'm going to do it the right way or the wrong way. And, and I didn't dedicate myself to either way. Mm. And now I'm kind of away from both ways you know because sure. like i think too straight to act crooked but i'm a little too crooked to be straight so wow you know that's awesome that was very that was eloquent <laughs> that is very much that's a great but again i think i, I want you to watch this episode back because everything you say is a self-fulfilling prophecy where you like you think that you know that you aren't worth this or you aren't gonna do this or you don't know you can do whatever you want still to this day and i know that's fucked up but i mean it's again it could be this this could be a future for you not on a uh, you know a water tower that's gonna get you in trouble but in a way of like people will pay you to go somewhere and be like all right cool we got this wall do whatever the hell you want with it or here's a blank piece of canvas do this or draw this or whatever and i'm not trying to put that on you right now yeah. you know i mean I'm, and i'm no no shortage of people i've told you but i mean again there's a spark in you now what i always talk about is that they when people co- would come up to me when i was at ign and they still do it to this day of course but and tell me that they want to do what I do. You know what I mean? They, they, people would come up and say this, and they would be like, I want to move to San Francisco, or I'm going to do this, or I, they want to pick your brain about this, that, and the other, about being in video game journalism, or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. The ones that came up, and I knew that they were going to make it, I would tell they were going to make it, because there's a spark, and I would say that passion sees passion, and that happened with Brian Albert, that happens with Alex O'Neill, that happens with Trevor Starkey, it happened with Vincent Genito, you know what I mean, and two, 50% of those people right now work at IGN, oh, I, fuck, I guess if you want to count Trevor's, or I, and Brian doesn't work there anymore, but Brian, Vince, worked work at IGN in some respect, Alex, uh, or no, not Alex, uh, Trevor is freelanced for IGN, like it's that Trevor. thing, you see it, you know that in them, and you have that spark, I can see that spark in you, but it just seems like you don't believe in yourself. And this is not meant to be... I didn't invite you here for a pep talk. I'm sorry nah, that nah, I'm giving you I one. I get you. I mean, I, I, I think I've had enough people tell me they see the spark in me, and I've had enough um, you know, good situations with different relationships to, to believe that too. But I don't know. Just just watching everyone and seeing how the world works, it's just... I don't know. Like I said, like the arrested development, like I feel like I'm kind of just stuck right now. And I don't mm-hmm. think there's like something that I could be talked into or just, you know, I just got, I got to clear my mind and figure out sure. what's really important, you know, cause right now I know I'm focusing on the wrong things. And I feel like that's an issue Tim didn't, didn't have, you know, and, uh, that's always been motivating just to watch him and see, see that where it's like, just, you know, skate better. Like we've, we've always had that and it's like, it's really what it is. And like, that's how just, just be better, you know? Yeah. Think different. And that's that's what I'm trying to do, cause the way I've been thinking, man, it didn't end up the way I thought it was. I, you know, I figured if I started caring more about um, relationships rather than uh, money and and um, social status and all these things, you know, but just actual like one-on-one relationships, it, you know, I'd end up being in you know in the go then good. But most of the people that I have one-on-one relationships with, they don't have like. F- friends like that they have like 
coworkers that they're extremely close with and like mm. branches out like that, you know, and it's like yeah. different families that come together, but it's not like friends. It's like random people, you know, like just random people you're not really connected to with. And if you didn't meet him up, he wouldn't be around kind sure. of thing. Sure. And that's why I feel like I was focusing a lot of my time on. And that's a big regret. No, I, 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 I share that regret. You Tim know what I mean? stuck with his group and that's, made it and that's the thing that for me is, um, you know, that is, I think that rings true for a lot of people, whether they know it or not right at this moment. But that's the thing I was talking about, you know, like going to IGN, I always described IGN as family. You know what I mean? We were there and we were family. And then when we left, it was like, oh shit, like I don't talk to 98% of these people anymore. And it's not that good. It's not because we're assholes or we hate each other. It's just because Life. it was, a th- we were all victims of circumstance yeah and you know what i mean and that's been the big thing that's been interesting i feel like when we talk about kind of funny even where it is like tim and nick and i weren't friends at ign like we were acquaintances you know what i mean we respected each other we liked each other yeah. and here we are again and it's that thing of like even now are we friends like i you know what i mean like are is our nick are nick and i friends i don't know the answer because like again we are victims of circumstance i can tell you that like Nick, you know, it's rare that we hang out on the weekend, but it's rare that Nick hangs out with anybody on the weekend. And I can also tell you that we are together in a small room next door or this room for 40 hours a week, if not much more as it usually is. So why on the weekends wouldn't he want to go be with his wife and do, you know, fuck off and not do it. But then there is the difference of Kevin and I are together all the fucking time. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go up to Bear Republic and get an Airbnb and smoke cigars? And it's like, yeah, let's fucking. But then Kevin and I are also those kind of people that were like, you know, so it is it's. It's an answer I don't know if you ever know the real footing of, and not to mention that re- relationships are fluid and they change over time and they you know go back and forth and stuff. Like your brother's become incredibly important to me, but at IGN he was just some other guy I worked with. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, what's your favorite Kevin story? Oh, man, I do not know. Man, can you help me out with this one? Just think of some. Kevin, things. what's your favorite Greg Getty story? Oh man, I don't know. Kevin stories. <laughs> you guys I mean, sons of bitches. Probably the um you remember when we went to get donuts after my father Blake's funeral? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell me the story though. I want someone to hear it. I remember the funeral. I mean, we we there was a funeral. It was it sucked, but we were all in suits and you know. Um like at the end of the day, you guys slept over for that weekend. And because uh, I think it was on a Friday, I don't remember exactly. But afterwards, like it was like I don't know, three in the morning. Krispy Kreme's had opened maybe two years prior, yeah, yeah. so it was still relatively new. Uh, and we were like, "Dude, let's go get donuts." And the three of us like went, and it was like there was construction on the way there. I remember like we played on the scaffolding, the scaffolding, and then we went got donuts. But like it wasn't obviously it was past midnight, so the donut shop was closed. So we had to like walk through the drive-through and try to convince them that like to let us take the purchase. Did you, with all due respect, immediately fall back on my father just died? No, because that would have been mine. Of no, like, because no, that no. would have been for we're me like, like, come on, please, one like, of those final straws of yeah. like, no, we're not going to serve you walking through the drive-through. I'm like, well, yeah. open up the fucking paper. I, mean, I got something to say. Is it the same time we called? The, we called what the. Uh, Krispy Kreme and asked him if we could walk through. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then we we were so young that we asked if there was uh, gangsters in the parking lot. Like, did you see? Do you guys see anyone? I think that was a joke. Oh well, we did it. I was younger. You than were so legit. I, you I were legit was, scared. I'm in a different city. I don't know, Delhi City, man. The, the funniest part, or not the funniest part, but one of the funny things is I remember like 
I guess we called beforehand, so we thought it was going to work, and then they were dicks about it. And then they finally said, fine, okay, and then we brought out hella change. Just all of that was... But, you know, it was, it was a good experience. It nice sounds like time. it, yeah. yeah. And now, Kevin, yes. Greg, I forget, because I'm old and stupid, mm-hmm. and I didn't live mm-hmm. through it with you guys. Did your father pass first, then your father, or vice versa? Yeah, my father passed first. Okay, okay. Yeah. His father passing is actually what uh, got me into graffiti. Really? Because he, he worked for a newspaper. Yeah. And I was just hella pissed that they didn't, like, I mean, eventually they had something, that, like a little thing, yeah, but... The night I found out it happened, I went to 7-Eleven, and it wasn't in the newspaper. And I was like, what the fuck? And then eventually they had the memorial, but, you know, no disrespect to them. Like, thank, you know, I'm hella grateful they did that, you know. And, um, but just wasn't, you know, it wasn't what I was expecting. Kind of, you know, I'm young, thing is going to be front page. You know, murder. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, thing is going to be something crazy. And the girl that uh my friend true pants i'm hanging out with her and i'm sure she loves that in this narrative thread today for an hour and 12 minutes that's who she is um i'm hanging out with her i remember being in golden gate park and i just remember her handing me a sharpie and she wrote her and her boyfriend's name on the wall or on the 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 table the picnic table i remember just writing manalo um what was it 1967 2005 i think right oh my dad yeah 67, 63, maybe? 57. 57. I remember writing 1957 to 2005, and then just next day, just, oh, shit, do it again. Get a sticker, a couple stickers. Started going to my favorite spots in, like, the Presidio, like, the old abandoned hospital, and all these places I saw other graffiti, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was, sure. you know, 6th grade or 8th grade? One of those two. Either 6th or 8th grade. And um, I was like, fuck it, you know, might as well just go all out. So I started making stickers and just putting them up. And then eventually, I uh, was scared I was getting caught by my mom, so I just changed my name from from Manalo. Oh, you were writing like Greg Gettys? No, I was writing Manalo, R.I.P. Manalo. Oh, uh, you're right. His number, yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So. so now you say that you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Like, how does that... Do you get taken under the wing? Does somebody see you doing this? And like, hey, you're doing it wrong, Bruh, man. It's like a whole new world. Kids, not trying to say you should do it. It was fun back then. Right now, way too much cameras. I'm not trying to even say go down that route. But when I was doing it, wow. It's like there's so much drama, beef, rumors. Like it's it's literally like a lifestyle, man. I can't I can't explain that more. Like it was so fun. Just but was it like, it's got, like certain it's, certain markers go on buses and certain markers if they're on buses you look stupid, straight up. Damn. If it's not Stainer or some you know something like that, you'd look really retarded. So what? The, but I mean, do you learn all this in the flyer? Like is, nah, it, this strikes me as like a fucking uh, the Kingsman or whatever, where somebody sees you doing it and like sees progress in you <laughs> and like fucking recruits you into some magical graffiti. completely, completely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, when I was writing, I was down for a team that was Bay Area known. Um, I'm not gonna show it now, but after this, when we get off on YouTube, you know, our video has over a hundred thousand views. You know, for people that don't do this, we do graffiti. We don't do YouTube. 100,000 views is good. You yeah. know, that's pretty impressive for us. So I'm proud of that. Um, but like, you know, Free Swerve, that's the that's the guy right there. Um, but he took me under his wing and showed me the ins and outs of everything. So, you know, I, I, it's really like that. But my route, like I said, you know, once I went to Mission and all that, because I was from the avenues with Tim, yeah. I, was, I was a little more secluded, you know, had a certain way of of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And then once I learned other people were doing it too and doing it with their rules, kind of had to mix both, both worlds. worlds yeah. But there's certain rules you just can't, can't get away from. Like there's only, like I said, certain markers go on buses. 
you know, certain styles you don't do in San Francisco because that's some out of town or LA stuff. You keep that in LA. We don't want it. So it's like <laughs> all these corner stores with all this nonsense on the side. Like that, no, none of these people from San Francisco. Like we don't want to see any of this personally. That's how I see it. So we take the walls back. <laughs> if it was up to me, we, we would take it, you know, like the legal murals. Yeah. yeah the like ones- if I was still in my heyday, I would just be like, come on, we, war on legal murals. Damn. If you do a legal mural, we're coming at it and we're taking it back. But you can't do that. No. It's no. not going to work like that. No. So, and it'd be kind of weird because they'd get paid to redo it. Good point. You're just to, making more I'm jobs. To, You're just making more jobs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way we see it is like, you know, I had the wall first. Just because you got paid to do it. All right, well, I'm taking it back. I didn't get paid. Still did it. Like, you know, like if it's if it's a competition. Sure. I don't know. We keep going back to graffiti because I was telling Kevin before this, like I'm really nervous about what to draw back in life because I'm, you know, I'm confident. I feel like it might sound like I'm not confident, but it's when I'm comparing myself with people that I really respect. And I feel like the whole, you know, the whole, all the best friends really respect. So that's when I'm trying to keep everything realistic, you know, and I don't, yeah. no point of just like saying like, oh, you know, I believe in myself if it's not going to help the conversation. If we're being honest, you know, like, hey, I know I do have flaws. I know I do have problems with learning and I can, I can understand that. But just being a part of all of this, you know, I have to like realize like, you know, the best friends, if they want to hear a story, they want to hear about cool Greg or whatever because he's Tim's brother, but they don't want to just hear Tim's little brother acting like Tim, you know, if they're going to listen to him, might as well be himself. Yeah, 100%. So the reason I'm going back to this graffiti and like talking about all these things, like I'm not trying to condone any of it. I just want well, everybody, it's defined you. everybody to like, huh? It's defined you. Exactly. Yeah, it no, I don't like, think anybody's taking this away is that you're trying to hang your hat on th- that, that yeah. you're super cool because of graffiti. I think it's pretty clear that it's at your core. Yeah, that's that's where I, I want to get across because I really don't think it's, especially now, I don't think it's worth doing at all. But, you know, I, I had no sense of respect before graffiti. Didn't know, didn't even know what the term meant, you know? But like, I think that has a lot to do with, you know, losing my father before he, he passed away, just him not being a father figure. Like, my mom didn't demand respect. Interesting. Know? Like I went to school and they did were your let- father demand respect? My father didn't demand shit. Okay. Like he didn't even demand a pillow. Like he would just show <laughs> up. Like he would just do whatever the hell he wanted. You yeah. know? That's what I'm saying. Like he was cool and he was authentic. And then he wasn't mean to me ever. You know, it's like he's always in real. I-, I remember getting suspended from my first fight and he's asking, like, so what happened? Did you win? And I was like, I did not expect you to ask that. But yeah, I did win. No, I sat on And he's just like, yeah. (laughs) And then he's like telling me, he's like, yeah, I remember one time I was at uh, Washington High School back in like, um, he was, I think it's like 69 or something like that, maybe 70s. He's like, I was in Washington High School and some kid came up to me and stabbed me and robbed me from my wallet. And I was like, whoa, really? That's pretty intense because I grew up where Washington High School is and I would never expect someone to get stabbed for a wallet there, especially not in the fucking 70s. Like, yeah, yeah. man. But, mm, it's cool. It is cool. You're all very fascinating. I feel like I'm not nearly as interesting as any of you. And it's also just cool that you're all, you've been together forever. You know what I mean? Like my friends yeah. like, like Poe is in Chicago. So it's not like we continue to be like, hey, remember when we... Fucking went to, when we went, Poe and I went to Krispy Kreme with Noonan in the middle of the night while we were playing N64. Like that happened, but I don't talk about that story ever because why would I fucking do it? With the exception of the Game Over Greggy show. And let me tell you about our sponsor, Krispy Kreme. No. <laughs> I just was at Krispy Kreme. I had the um, pumpkin spice donut, I want to say. Pumpkin something donut. How was it? It's cool. Yeah. I love pumpkin stuff. Pumpkin pie. Yeah. 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 So now, Kevin, you've become part of this. Sure. You, you you and Greg incredibly close. Yeah, 
I would say, do you, do you see Kevin more than you see your brother? Yeah. I feel like every night, if Kevin isn't going to dinner with Tim, he's hanging out with you. It's somehow connected all together. So then for, you've talked about this before, Kevin. Mm. You're like their brother, correct? Yeah. yeah. In the way that you were that close, you guys have been together yeah. that long that from that young. Correct? Yeah. Just making sure I understand yeah. this at all. So then your father passes. Yep. Years later, their father passes. Is that, I don't want to say double whammy because that sounds like I'm, I'm making light of the situation, but is it like doing it all over again because you guys have been that close this entire time and you're that close of a family? I mean, I had a different relationship with their father. Sure. Where I, I kind of always saw him as like an uncle that I'd see once or twice a year. Okay. I mean, that may not be accurate. It may have been a lot more than that, but that's how I felt. Yeah. So when I heard that he wasn't doing well, it was... It wasn't the same impact. I gotcha. was still sad. And more than anything, I think when he actually passed, I was more sad and that they were going through it. Cause I, of course. You know, I knew what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel knowing that you, did you have some different perspective, a way to step up? Did you know what they needed or was it just, you're going to be there like you always are? I mean, that's the thing. I think after losing like a parent, like there's really, in my opinion, there's nothing anyone can say that'll make the pain and sadness go away. It's just something that eventually you get used to, like remembering like, oh yeah, my dad's not here anymore. And that's, there's nothing, I mean, I'm just, I just was there for them the way I always was. And I was, you know, there to be a distraction when they were sad. Gotcha. Whenever they reached out or when I reached out to them. Gotcha. Do you think that, did you start reaching out the way you reach out now then? Or have you always just been that guy of, Tim, I'm hungry, let's go eat? Um... No, I think that uh, the Tim Let's Go Eat became way more a thing when he started working, when I started working at the bioscience place in South San Francisco. Gotcha. Because that was one, like, not one, but it was a 10-minute drive to IGN when there was no traffic. Okay. So it was, it was easy for me to call him up and be like, what are you doing? Yeah, you want to you go eat? And be like, all right. So I'd pick him up and we'd go somewhere. And then as far as, like, hanging out with Greg, I, like, I've always tried to, you know, whenever I'm not doing anything and there's no one else I can hang. It's not that, you know, your choice B. It's just Tim hits me up usually. So. Tim's the one who's scheming. He's yeah, going to Best yeah. Buy. He's doing something. Right, right, right. He's going to L.A., filming somebody, doing something. Going to so, Best Buy. Like, yeah. my, my just trying to talk will. him into do that, like, last night? Yeah, yeah he's looking at TVs. I heard all about it. Yeah. Bullshit. He's not going. He, did he take Gia for yeah, last night, too? Like, I heard. I saw these tweets. I think. It's painful. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, Greg is always one of, like, my default friend list. He's, like, spot number one or two. Always. Gotcha. Yeah. Two questions before fun stuff. The second one will be a hard left turn, but stick with me for the first one, all right? Yeah. This Gia girl. Tim going to be with her the rest of his life? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. She's so left field. Like, <laughs> didn't see it coming like everything he taught me to like expect i would i would not not have expected him to end up with her really? she's cool i can have countless conversations with her and it wouldn't get boring or anything oh yeah, yeah but yeah. it's just did not expect him to to go there i don't know it's so random yeah they're a great fit but it, it definitely isn't one that like you expect this girl who doesn't know really anything about our world which is good i mean opposites attract obviously i don't know how to describe it i feel like they're a great fit like i don't know maybe i'm going too deep with this like they're a great fit on paper until you look at the paper like you know <laughs> like it sounds like it makes sense then you look you're like wait really 
I don't know if the math's adding up there, but yeah. it works. Yeah. Fuck it. It's happy to see them. I, I like seeing them so happy. Yeah, I like seeing her. She's, um, we get along. She's really into wine. I like wine. I like alcohol, <laughs> but, uh, wine, especially, I really like wine. Um, and, uh, she's really into it. That's awesome. And, uh, uh you know, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, obviously. So I do my little, my little internet stalking. So on Twitter, basically, I only follow a bunch of rappers and like actresses from Harry Potter. So Emma Watson's one of those. And she's a huge feminist, so she kind of keeps me in the loop. So every time I see Gia, you know, it's just... And Missy, you know, we just chop it up. Yeah, he well, for she, right? About? <laughs> that he for she campaign. There we go. I know there what Emma go. Watson's up to. Everybody yeah. should know what Emma Watson's up to. Yeah, and she's leaving, <laughs> Sounds she's weird leaving say like that. <laughs> books in, in um, tunnels for, for, for uh, train tunnels. Wait, who? Emma Watson's leaving she, books in tunnels? Yeah. <laughs> to what kind people, of books? Feminist books. To oh. be able to read them, because she started her own um, Our Shared Shelf, Our Book Club. Yeah, our book club. Um, so, yeah, she's just leaving books around at random train stations to get people to start reading randomly. Huh. Okay. Something. That's cool. Yeah. yeah all right. like what you do with comics. It is like what I do with comics, yeah. Is that what you do with comics? Once in a while. When I go to a new city, like, uh, I always go to a comic shop, right? And then I buy my comics digitally for the most part, with the exception of a trade paperback here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I'll do often is if I get to a new comic shop and I'm behind on issues, I'll buy those issues, read them in an airport, and then I'll just leave them with a note. Cool. Saying comics are dying. You should read comics. Here's yeah, one, here's really one cool. I like because of X, Y, and Z. I was watching um, comic book. Comic book man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, one one Stanley, the one with Stanley. Yeah. You see it? I haven't seen it, no. Oh, great episode where uh, one of the longtime customers basically is like, you know what? There's not really a real reason. I'm just giving up. Giving up on comics. And then they call Stanley in to fucking talk, talk about him. Talk him off the lit yeah. Like, please, sir. There's stories like, of her comics. So cool, man. That's cool. All right, so here's the number two. That's a hard left turn, but you actually made it a little bit softer because you kind of made a reference to it there. Okay. Then we're going to get to fun stuff, and then we'll be done with serious topics, all right? Stick with me on this. Do you have a problem with alcohol? I, I It's because I it, I didn't think about it ever. Yeah. Because you're you're drinking Hennessy now, and we'll drink at the house or when you're here or whatever, and it's like, oh, well, I, I'm, I drink here. By the way, Kevin, I'll have another beer if we have any more. Uh, you know, hey, G, can you give me some coffee? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kev. And I'm G. He's K. Um, but then you mentioned when you go down to Market Street and you point at the bottle too that you'll walk you'll walk Market Street and hang out and drink and stuff. I'm, I and I'm not casting stones. I'm not at giving all. a hard answer. I'm not going to give like a yes or no answer. I'm just going to answer the question the way I feel comfortable. Um, to start off with, I actually just met this guy on Market Street, um, and uh, we were talking. He sells weed or whatever. It doesn't matter. Sells weed, so I'm it, talking to There's one. a guy on Market Street who sells weed. Excuse me, I'm surprise, calling the police. Surprise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I'm talking to him or whatever, and he's like, hey, bro, I actually, you know, I just met him. I knew his friends because, you know, yeah. people that sell stand around. I know a few of them from life, so I'm just say, what's up, you know? And um, so he's like, hey, dude, you know, because I stand out. He's like, hey, bro, I just saw you like an hour ago. And I'm like, for real? And he's like, yeah, like you were, you were skating down a hill with a 40. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely fucking me. Like, you know, like there's no other way to describe me, you know. And then we started talking and I'm talking to my my other homie and he, he was just bringing it up. He's like, yeah, dude, like, you know, people make fun of me when you're around and you pass me the 40 and I hit it. Like they talk to me as if like I'm like hitting like some horrible, you yeah. know. And I just like, I don't know, man, I drink like three forties a day, two forties a day. Jesus Christ. But that's what I, I wouldn't say it's a problem. 
like you know and i don't want to sound like an alcoholic and say it's a solution but it's just you know like like uh i've talked to tim and kevin about this numerous times and they say they've told me that like you know sometimes colin talks about how he he he's not um always 100% comfortable. Like he might get a little anxious sure. here and there. Anxiety. Colin then, suffers from anxiety. But I don't want to say like anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If oh, no. He calls it anxiety. Okay, no, no. Okay, we're yes. not, we're not casting, but those we're not feelings. We're not yeah. diagnosing. Yeah. Yeah. So we those feelings. It. Police. And that, yeah, it just, it's Thank just, you, that's all I'm saying. It kind of gets me comfortable to be myself. Yeah. You know? Okay. So there's that. Cause like, like I, like I said, with this, with this graffiti shit and like, I think like the most important parts of my history are Tim and Kevin, um, graffiti, my ex and you know alcohol to be honest interesting but um like i said watching king of the hill knowing i was gonna drink i think that had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. but uh yeah i guess that's the, well i guess that's a stupid thing to say but i guess that's true too of like you're 24 you said right yeah so and you started drinking at 18 yeah so six years of drinking yeah <laughs> a lot and it was weird because when i first started drinking it was just to deal with hard times or whatever you sure. know and it was actually the hard times came two days before my birthday, which is really weird. So I was like, all right, on my 18th birthday, I'm getting drunk. Like, you know, no point to keep waiting, you know, because sure, sure, I wasn't sure. planning on turning up. Just happened to be like that. Yeah. Did you but, hear the doorbell? Uh, yep. Just making sure, buddy. Love you. You're doing a great job, Kev. Earlier, you tried to tell me that shirt was Danny's shirt, Nightwing the Series. It's not Nightwing shirt. the Series at all. No, not yours. Yours is Shawn Michaels and awesome. We're getting to that. That's the fun stuff I want to talk about. We're going to talk about wrestling here in a second or two. But yeah. Hey. My guy. What up, Sean Finnegan? The shark. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. So just, you think it helps loosen you up, makes you you feel comfortable. Yeah, it makes me myself, and especially Hennessy. Hennessy or uh, any malt liquor. I don't know. It just kind of does it for me. Okay. Again, no one's judging. I'm just asking. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know my... uh, my family might have some problems with alcoholism, or whatever, in the past, and yeah. I don't think Tim does at all. Never, never got that sense from him. No, he's that, and that again, that goes back to the pure one where he wouldn't drink on camera, and then even like your brother being drunk, and I've been by his side, pasted to him right for two years now. Let alone the fact, oh, I guess Jesus, probably like two and a half. But then, like even at IGN, I've probably seen Tim drunk, like where he's noticeably drunk. Like yeah. I get like every fucking podcast I drink on, I've seen him that drunk. Yeah, I feel, four I times. I love you on your drunk podcast. Five though. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's just because because it is. But that's the thing where it's that rarity, right? Where it's like the all night one where we got fucking wasted and we're stupid, yeah. and I held up the Superman bank. Yeah, like you know, I got this new job, and uh, my first day was right after working with you guys. Remember, or yeah. maybe right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I got to work, and he had a bottle of Hennessy. Oh damn, like my boss. And you know, like, so I have a supervisor boss who got me the job. And like I, th- I told us last time on the the show, where I just I called him and I was like, "Hey, I got three days out of the week where every week I know I'm not doing anything. Can you hook it up?" And he called me back and was like, "Hey, I just fired somebody. I got you a job." And I'm like, "Whoa, that was really intense." Yeah. So I've been working with him, and my first day, I show up and he has a bottle of Hennessy, and I'm like, "Wow, dude! Like this is, you know, I felt like my first job. I was there for three years, and then I became supervisor, and I was kind of in charge. I kind of felt like that was my college experience. Mm. It's my first." experimented with everything I was going to experiment with sure. everything I wanted to experiment with and uh now I'm just like just like being back in high school like this is like a step back of where I want to go like it's good I'm getting it's hard work and it's respectable work and that's why I kind of like where I go home and my hands hurt do you want what is it uh, uh I work at a fish company I don't want to say which one now that no no that's Hennessy. fine <laughs> of course <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, uh, we we get some fish, and you know, so I got Thanksgiving off, and I don't know when this is going up, but Thanksgiving is in tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's so Thanksgiving. Yesterday I was working, and yesterday we had Tuesdays and Thursdays trout and crabs. So we had two days worth of work. So yeah. that's all I was saying. I got home last night at fives because I mean I was supposed to work four to twelve. I ended up getting out at three, and I'm like, damn, I work all the way at Fisherman's Wharf. Wharf. I live in Delhi City. Man, me and my skateboard in this 40 got to take me a long Jesus. way, man. But make it happen. It's every day. Got to hustle. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about it. Okay. Walking's not hard. No. You know, that's what, that's what kind of trips me out, too, is um, I do have a record, and I do uh, talk with a little bit of a slang, and I might have a drinking problem, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm still there, you know? Like, I'm still, like, I'm willing to put the work in, and I, that's simple enough for me. Sure. No, I mean, in that there's something to be said for that, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a work ethic. That's the thing that I think shines through about you is the fact that you're a good person. You have a work ethic. I mean, and that's the thing of like, for people who wouldn't understand, like, I'm talking about you helping us move in here, but I'm talking about you, us contracting you to mail poster tubes and go do all sorts of stuff. And yeah. like, you know what I mean? We, t- you know, ask you to come do odd jobs and stuff and you do that and you do it well and you're quiet about it and that i guess that's a great example of i never you weren't ever at my house or the studio working that i've seen you drinking you know what i mean like you're drinking yeah when we're hanging out doing this walking market street yeah. i guess maybe on your first day of being at the fish market but outside of that i mean you're getting your job done you're getting your things done yeah now yeah I, I always ask kevin if it's acceptable to drink or not because i just want to know what, what the workload is expecting you know sure we but drink- he has a good understanding of like I'm not drinking just to get there and look stupid. I'm getting there to get comfortable, you know. Sure, so again, sure, sure, sure. that's why we get to play with ice. Are you and I going to drink tomorrow at Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I have no problem. His yeah. family's cool with me drinking. His family's always been cool about drinking. You know, they're really against smoking, which is a problem for me. It's not a problem for any of the rest of them, which is cool though, because my mom never smoked in front of me, never once, never once smoked in front of me. But um, she's never made it clear her stance. Like, is it okay? Is it not okay? Never had an idea. Mm-hmm. I knew she didn't want me to do drugs. But that, didn't, that didn't necessarily mean don't smoke. You sure. know what I mean? Especially if you smoke every now and then or something. But uh, I just chose not to do it because of Tim. And he was really, nope, don't do it, you know? And um, I remember Yola, she's same way. Absolutely not. Kevin's mom, right? Yeah, Kevin's okay. mom, sorry. No, I'm just helping everyone else understand. Also my first hamster. <laughs> Kevin's mom is yeah. a hamster? Yeah. Can't wait to meet her tomorrow. Yola. Don't know how that happened, but it was a great name at the time. Talk in the microphone. That might be one of my favorite memories about you, where you're actually not there. <laughs> it was the weekend you had your appendicitis. I thought you were not going to bring this up. I knew you were, but I was like, nah, he, she's not going to say my favorite memory. That's crazy. Let me hear it. One of my favorite memories about you. I fucking right? hate it. It's just because like, that weekend was awesome. Such a horrible weekend. And it sucked for you. So uh, he had appendicitis. He like had to stay in the hospital for two days, which was scary as shit. I was in Richmond with a, someone else's family, and I started throwing up. And they said, "Can you do that over there?" And I'm in second grade, and she literally said, "Can you do that over there?" Like the bathroom, or just outside? Just, no, because we were outside at like a Great America kind of spot. I don't gotcha. know what it was, and I started throwing up in a bag. And the auntie that would take me in, she was my auntie. She was my homie's auntie. Sure. In second grade, she. Can you throw up over there? I'm like, I'm a little kid. Like, take me to the fucking hospital. Like, you know, but. Did she, when, what, when did she eventually take you to the hospital? Nah, I, st- I stayed there, I guess, for like the night. And then my, my parents took me home. And then once I got home, I went to the hospital. And I had appendicitis. Jesus. Did your parents beat the shit out of this auntie? 
No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't my auntie. It was my friend's auntie. Yeah, I know. Still all the same. Oh, hell no. My her, parents would have... brother was on the Warriors. Like, no, we're not Steph getting Steph fucking Curry, no, you not, son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anyways. he's in the hospital. Anne is, like, freaking out because she wants to stay in the hospital with him. So she's like, dude, Tim needs to spend the weekend that's with his you mom. guys. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just making sure I understand and the yep, audience yep, yep. understands. So Tim comes, stays the weekend with us. We have a fantastic time. We come back. Greg gets out of the hospital, finds out that Yola died. My His only mo- pet. Oh, the hamster. It's fucked She's up, just going to go on without you being there. Yeah, I'd like to think that. <laughs> I guess, but it really sucked. Oh, I remember I know, I know. there was some song from like, uh, I think it was Kelly Clarkson or Pink, and it was like Superman or something like that. And I remember I remember literally singing my, that shit to myself, trying to get over <laughs> this hamster dying. I think it was Superman by Pink. Is that, is that a song? I'd like, I don't know. I'd like to think I think I would know check. that. I thought there oh, was, was a, a Supergirl. Supergirl. It's old, old, really old. I'd be in second grade. So, talking like, you know. But regardless, I guess it's not that important. But uh, no, I, Now I want to know if there's I a really Superman song know, I'm missing from Pink. Because I never thought about this. But, uh, yeah, that was... What was so great about the weekend with Tim? Was it just that you guys... Did whatever you, you threw pennies oh, at man. homeless people again? I don't know. We had a fun time. I can't remember what it was, but I remember that being like, "Man, this is awesome." Let's not tell Greg about how awesome this was. The- and then his he was like again in phone call, being like, "Yola's dead," and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, the hamster died." I remember the only, as far as I remember, the only Tahoe trip that my brother didn't come with me and my mom on. Um, I end up going over there, and I, and this might have been the next one, but I think I met up. Kevin's sister and his little brother. I think we're, we're all hanging out over there. And um, uh, I get back home and my brand new electric scooter that I rode like twice was broken. And I was like, wait, hold on. I walked. When I left, there was nothing wrong. When I came back and I'm like, Tim, did something happen? No, nah, man. <laughs> I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like nothing happened? Like he's, I've never called him out on it. And like he's always claimed he didn't do anything. I'm like, damn, dude, him and Curran broke All right, what do we got here? scooters. Supergirl saving Jane with pink and black lyrics. That, I don't know if that's right. I think that's it. That is it? I don't think so. so. Sa- oh, okay. Curly Supergirl. Is that Superman? No, I guess it wouldn't make sense. Let me think. Pink and Superman. Well, the only song in my head is that "You Are Beautiful" and every single. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's not uh, that. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Oh, does Christina Aguilera have a fucking Superman song? I don't know. I don't think so. Great. Pink How's artist. This work, man? Can I, can I go piss? Oh yeah, sure. It's okay. Yeah, of course. Kevin, we're taking a break to pee. I'm sorry. Should I cut? Yeah. Uh, unless you want Sean Finnegan to sit down. Sean Finnegan can Sean, sit down and talk yeah. to me. Keep talking to me, Sean Finnegan. I love. Then what's gonna happen is when he comes, when Cool Greg comes back, Sean, I'm gonna pee and you'll keep talking to Cool Greg. All right. You hit that henny. So what brings you out of the kind of funny office? I don't know why you're here today. I didn't. Oh, uh, we had you. a half day for Thanksgiving. Oh, your job. Yes, at the my job. IGM the fledgling IGM right here. So I'm kidding. This little startup. I'm kidding. On the it's a joke. Uh, but yeah, just you know, in the neighborhood, running some errands, got a haircut, her cut. Oh, looks uh, good. Looks good. 
Yeah, went and bought a couple new jackets for a wedding Ooh. coming up this weekend. So why do you need multiple jackets for the wedding? Well, you want to mix and match, right? You want a you want a jacket that can work with a couple of different outfits, and then it was buy one get one free. And there I was like, that's the right answer. Okay, where'd you go? Men's warehouse. Yeah, men's warehouse. Never been there before. It's actually pretty killer. I know, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're a well dressed guy most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. My two suits that I stole from IGN come from Men's Warehouse. Really? Yeah. And then I got I didn't steal them. Like Fran and I went and bought up at noon suits. I remember that. And then I was like, well, they're they're not gonna fit Scoville. One them. of them. <laughs> one of them's still hanging in the rafters of the studio. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the coat that was uh, raised up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Good, you know, busy, t- end of the year. I always get very reflective at the end of the year. I'm like, have I done everything I could? Have I been productive? Have that you? kind of stuff. The answer is almost always no. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could always do more, you know? You could always do more. But uh, it's been a good year, and I'm really looking forward to next year, and I think... Uh, Surrounded by a bunch of people who've done like really great things this year, both you know you guys obviously Julie, my friend down in L.A. Like she's had a killer year at the Fine Brothers and like oh I know her yep yep you know Jules yeah no she's great I love her yeah how are you guys we're good yeah no having the having having this good exclusive it's been serious we've gotten into serious topics we've gotten out of serious topics we're having a great time. Um, I want to compliment you on your photography. Still very oh, thank good. You. You're thank one of my you. favorite Instagrams to follow. Oh, Lots of great stuff. That's you've been so sweet of you recently. to say. Lots thank you. Stuff. Yeah, I try. You know, I try and put out the best photos that I can. I'm hard on myself about it because I don't know. It's all, you know, critical eye. Yeah. Well that, and it's also like when you're working on when you're, when you're a creative person, any kind of artist really like you kind of oscillate between these two poles, right? You have like crippling self doubt on one and then like brimming enthusiasm Bravado and confidence on the other. On the other. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, somewhere yeah. in between is where you make art. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm trying to like up my output a little bit more and just try and Shoot more and stuff. So yeah. thank you. I'm we got to get you. Uh, Colin always brings this up at random times. But we got to get you back to do photos of us again because I know our, we did. Our photos are so fucking played out. You've gotten so much mileage out of that yeah, yeah, one yeah. photo set we did, which was like I think if the time that, that was that was right. It was before we rebranded. IGN, right? It was before we rebranded. Kind of funny. Oh, so wow. you're talking of like it would have been what July August in like before we launched. Kind of funny. Kind like of funny. 2014, right? Yeah, 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 wow. 2014. Yeah, that's yeah. old school, man. Yeah. Time really flies. I couldn't, I mean, just the other day mm-hmm. I was remarking about it's difficult for me to really even wrap my head around that we have like a month more left in this year. It feels like oh this my year God. just started. Whenever you, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Whenever <laughs> I look at a calendar and it's like <laughs> November 24th and it's like, holy shit. It feels like it was just Halloween. Like oh, how yeah. the hell did this happen? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the younger, do you remember when you were young? Like, Things felt like it took forever to get through them. Oh, totally. Like the year felt like so long and now years just go by and they go by. I get real kind of afraid. Oh, no. Yeah, (laughs) no, no. I remember your parents, my parents saying that too, of like how fast everything would go and how there's so many times now where I'm like, oh man, summer's got to be right. Oh, no, it's August. Like summer's done. It's almost done. I want to show you this. Kevin, I'll send this to you to insert here. No, he's shaking his head. No. But it, these are, these photos are about a year and a half apart. And granted, the lighting's different. But look at how gray my hair is compared oh to gosh. like I, this is two months before we start. Kind of funny. <laughs> look at how brown my hair is, and then based that's on, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you now, big Kev dog. Yeah, the uh, I mean, you're talking to someone who has. I got quite a bit of gray on in my hair. It's also more pronounced because I have very dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes us look distinguished. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I like having the gray hair. It's just that I always tell the story of, you know, I remember coming home from IGN uh, in the final couple of years and I would have like the tension headaches on my oh, temples. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I can't, or I guess this is the final few months. And I'm like, I can't wait to 
go do kind of funny full time and be relaxed. Mm. And like the tension headache is nonstop to, all yeah. the time. Gray hair. I can't wait to start a business. Yeah. I don't know why I thought this would be easier. Yeah. That's kind of very tough. dumb. Very, very, very dumb with everything. Oh, look, there it is. Kevin doesn't have to put in B roll. He figured out how to do it there. You also look, uh, I mean, the photos are actually well sized, but you look, uh, wow. Oh, wow. There we wow, go. There you go. So you can see all the, see the great, this is actually really good. God damn, Kevin. This is really well done. See all the gray here on the temples and all the gray. And again, lighting's different. This one's professionally lit. This one's just outside of uh, Zenimax in Maryland. We can see all these grays up here. You also look a little thinner in the face. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, I people th say you, I'm, I'm looking better. And there's definitely, like this shot, I look, I look fucking doping right here. There you go. I'd fuck me right here. Oh, this Lord. thing right here. All right. I'm going to pee now. So you sub in and you talk to Sean. Greg Gettys. It's been a long time, man. Good to see you. What's up, dude? I'm going to take some of his beer. Go for it. How you I mean, doing? He doesn't like that. Huh? He's all germaphobic. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoops. Whatever. Let's just not Guess tell I'm going to finish his beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's it been going, man? Man, I'm good. I'm, I've just been hanging out, chilling with the kind of funny guys. Nice. But yourself. Last time I saw you was actually just right over there. Yeah. I got a picture with you. <laughs> was when was that? Opening party for the studio. I wasn't there for that. Are you sure? There was some other night that we were here late. And we were all drunk. Oh, it wasn't when was that? No, it was the. It was your birthday. Oh, the, was it? Like was that my birthday? Oh, I, I guess remember, that was. I have yeah. a picture of us. That's how I know it's it happened. I just don't know when <laughs> yeah, it happened. Because yeah, yeah. we we called up Alexis and like bullied her into coming to the thing. You're right. And then when she got to the thing, Actually, we were like, "Hey, we gotta definitely all go to the studio." Good call. And then I after remember that. Yeah. I think since then I've ended up at your house. Oh yeah. When was what? What happened that? Who night? was that? You meet Tim. Was that Alex? No, that was. IGN 20th anniversary party? That was. Yeah, oh, that yeah, yeah. Was. That was fun. Yeah, we, me, Nick, Ooh, and a couple of other people left the 20th anniversary party. We went out and got some food, and then I was driving back, and Jeremy uh, Lee from, uh, from fucking Ismahawk was coming out to visit, and he had meant to be arriving yeah. like before the show started, and he arrived super late because of flight delays or some shit. And uh, he ended up coming out like at 10, 30 or 11. And we'd already been at that point drinking for like the whole day. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, Tim, I don't know what you're up to, but give me a call. And he's like, well, I'm with my brother. Do we just want to meet at your house? And we ended up at my place and we hung out. That we were right. That was, man, that was a while ago now. That was September. No. That's when the 20th anniversary party was, I think. Holy shit. That, I would have guessed that was like October. a few weeks ago. Yeah, like yeah. Time flies, Four, man. I know what you mean, dude. That was crazy. Yeah. Greg Miller was there. What'd I do? 20th anniversary party. Do you want to get back over here? Oh, yeah. Check Thank you, Sean Finnegan. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. We love you. Oh, I hate that guy now that he's gone. Such a beautiful... Greg, he's still here. Oh, my God. Now, I love the commitment to your only... Are you only ever going to be on Kind of Funny content if you have both belts on? Is that the Is that the deal? Cool, Greg. And wait, you have to sit down and talk on the mic. Don't worry. Kev will yell at you. I don't know. I mean, that's not really part of the deal. Uh, earlier today, I was kind of scared because I was expecting to show up with these guys, but when I first showed up, I couldn't find them. Yeah. I was, I was kind of scared. You guys might might have gave them away to some oh, fans. Oh, God, no. We can't something. do that. We know how much you like them. Yes, thank thank God. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to make it my thing, you know? And then my friends, last time I was on the show with it, the first time, I'm not sure if it was the day of, the day after, the day before, or whatever, but McGregor, you know... You just won both belts, you know. So they're like, hey, you know, Greg, but you're looking right with that. That should be your thing. I'm like, okay, keep it. Two, two title, man. So that's what I want to talk about now, the fun stuff to close out this exclusive wrestling. When did you start watching professional wrestling? 
I started watching professional wrestling, uh, the episode of Raw before WrestleMania 19. Okay. Yeah, that was the first time it was in, um, I believe Vince McMahon was stabbing Hulk Hogan and making him sign the contract with his blood to fight at WrestleMania 19. Is that the one where the he, Rock? Yeah, that, yeah, that's where he was still NWO, black, black, uh, black and white Hollywood Hogan, right? Did the Rock thing where so. they came out, they looked, at each, they looked at each other like that, and then they went at it. They Great fucking crazy. match. Crazy. Great fucking match. How old were you then? Um, Ballpark. Sixth grade. So oh, 11. Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, I so distinctly remember that, watching yeah. that in the Antler House when I was in college. My first. <laughs> but so I watched that episode of Raw, um, stopped watching Raw. Watched SmackDown religiously, and because uh, I didn't have cable, mm-hmm. so I just watched that at a friend's house, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I know that shit's on my TV, so I'm yeah, just gonna watch it." Yeah, yeah. And uh, at that point, John Cena was cool still, so that was cool. That was and, when he's rapping still too. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. rapping, and um, the fans liked it. He was rapping, so yeah, you know, yeah, it was cool. He was an underdog, U.S. champion kind of era, and uh, Undertaker was still the American badass. Oh god! Yeah, so I was just kind of like American badass. You want to know? Spoiler alert, everybody, for Kind of Funny Live Three. Close your ears if you don't want to hear it. I want Undertaker's coming. I, if we do cool entrances again, I came out to Undertaker at Kind of Funny Live Two. Yeah, I, 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 I thought about if I can. I need to start hyping up the fact that I, I ride my bike, and then I want to do the American Badass Undertaker entrance oh, from the back of the place. Shit. But I just pedal in to Kid Rock's American Badass. I remember at Kind of Funny Live Two during rehearsal uh, when Mega Ranch showed up. He started doing a song, and then I guess. I don't know if it was before or after. Then you you came out for rehearsal as the Undertaker. Yeah, and I went up to you and I was like, dude, like you know, Mega Ran has a song where he raps over the Undertaker's theme. Like, yo, you guys should have had him perform that. And you just looked at me. You're just like, cancel the show. You're right. <laughs> we fucked up. Like, we cancel the show. And I was just like, bro. <laughs> I mean, I thought I had a good point, but all right, you get your right. Well, you, you know, know. <laughs> yo, I mean, it was too late at that point. The train's yeah, out of the station. Yeah. We got, no, like, we got oh, no time. Shit. You try right. to change anything on day of Kind of Funny Live 2, Matt Scarpino punches you in the head as hard as he can. Shout out Matt Scarpino. Damn right. Man, he was, who's that guy with the orchestras? Uh, the, the maestro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. That guy. Is yeah. So I was so happy when I worked at IGN for one day. Shout out IGN. Um, and uh, uh, Matt was there. So happy. Yeah. So great. It was Matt's awesome. Matt's a great dude. Great yeah. people. So have you ever, so you start watching right before WrestleMania 19, have you ever stopped or have you been with it nonstop from then? No, no I stopped. Um, and lean in, Kevin would yell about at you. About 2000 uh, 2007, okay. I guess. 2007, I stopped watching for a little while, but that's when I started really getting, like, I've always been about graffiti since 2005, but that's when I really was like, my everything was graffiti. Like yeah. my whole, like I'd go to sleep, you know, people go to sleep counting sheep. I'd be thinking about buses, yeah. like literally, like it was just, it was just a different world for me. And, um, so there was that. And, but after, um, right when I graduated high school, um, and then I had got back with, with a girlfriend or whatever. And I was just, you know, explaining like, the important things of life, you know, yeah. and I started talking about WrestleMania 20. So I was forcing her to watch it and I'd have it on as background music when we were like, you know, cause I live with my mom. So I need to have to sell them on, <laughs> you know? So then, so like, how can I cover Sounds of me and this girl in a room. Monday night, J- JR, <laughs> JR, lull us into some intimate moments. Yeah, and um, so she knew like WrestleMania 20 was like a huge deal for me, you know, and then I just started watching that on repeat because of us. We'd be at the house, you know, like three days a week, whatever, and then I was like, ah, fuck, I need to start watching again. Wait, you were watching WrestleMania 20 on repeat? That's Over and over and over, yeah. I got That's my awesome. WrestleMania 20 signed by Mick Foley. 
hella happy about that. Yeah. Next is The Rock for the whole connection. It's going to be great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. So, yeah. so uh, you'd fallen out, but then you started, the 20 comes around. Yeah, and then. Or this girl comes around. No, yeah, the girl comes around, and so I start watching it again, and um, James hits me up like, hey, do you want a ticket to WrestleMania 31? And I'm like, fuck, yeah. You know, that's like one of my dreams. Yeah. I was a little kid, and then. Uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah, I want to go. And once I started watching WrestleMania 31 again, that's when I was like, all right, I'm just You're back all jumping in. back in. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Has it been great? Are you still good? Do you still like it? Yeah. I heard people weren't happy with the end of Survivor Series, right? The Brock uh, Goldberg match. I watched the oh, like, man. four second long match. <laughs> Me and my man Dante, who I watched uh, WrestleMania, the last WrestleMania with, um, we had an ongoing bet about who was going to win. And last time I took Randy Orton over Brock and yeah. I lost. Yeah. So then this time I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to go Goldberg. I'm going to stick with it. I'm always going to go against Brock because one day they have to play him. Yeah. So this time I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go with Goldberg. And I won, got this bet. So I'm back in the game. But we just we just bet for push-ups. So it's not that big a deal. Okay. But, okay. Okay. But when you're hella drunk watching WrestleMania, these push-ups you do not want to fucking do. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I don't want to do push-ups ever. Yeah. It's so part of my thing. On brand. So, anyways, wrestling. Yeah, man, wrestling is absolutely my passion. When I, when I was working with Let's Get Lexi, um, I knew uh, her fiance was cool with uh, Brian, Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Yeah, so I was just trying to get my foot in the door. Like, you know, hey, man, I'm trying to write for wrestling, man. Like, yeah. trying, anything. Like, what do you guys need? Like, I'll, I'll, make the, I'll make the ring. What do you guys want? I don't care. Just to be a part of it. That's sure. so cool. Just like how when you guys first got an IGN, just be a part of it. Like kind of like fanboy at first, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know you're capable of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I could do that. You, I would love to talk to you, do another one of these after you do a year on the road with WWE. <sighs> where you're just setting up tearing down every night in every city in America. That would be unbelievable. Just to, just to see how it all plays out. Because, I don't know, I like it. I, even, even at uh, 24 years old. Tim's introduced me to some really amazing people. You know, I'm really into music, just like everybody else. You know, like I've met some rappers. You know, I've, I've met whatever. And like meeting Tone Deaf, that was a huge deal, bigger deal than I could ever explain to you guys. But you know, that was a huge deal to me and Tim. And uh, you know, just all all these little things they all add up. But it's like there's nothing like me and a wrestler. Like that's literally a superstar to me. I'm just yeah. like, man, I'm trying to be a part of this because this is amazing. That's we should try for that. It. You should do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, we need to have a How about wrestling show and kind of funny, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I live that. by those APW shows. Those things are cool, man. Yeah. Last one was so good. Dan yeah. Reichert? Uh, we actually missed his part. Okay. Which I felt terrible about. I went behind. I've seen Dan Reichert's uh, iPad get destroyed before. Once or twice. I've seen yeah. some things. Yeah, yeah. He's a real piece of shit. Oh. Nah, I love Dan. You know, it's a joke. We're in character. No, We're fuck him. He broke oh. your back. It's true. He did. Man, when I was watching you guys' <laughs> podcast and like he joked about that and you were just like, like, you know, like that really happened? Like, I was like, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. Such great back and forth. Greg Geddes. So G. You're a national treasure. National treasure? Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you so much for coming by today. Thanks for doing this with me. Thanks I for letting me waste it. two hours of your time. Good Lord. I didn't realize it was that long. Went by quick. Where can people find you on the internet or do you want them to find you on the internet? <laughs> Don't want to be found. Okay, then don't. I got find open it. cases. Leave me alone. <laughs> Mike Jones, especially you. Leave me alone. Thank you so much for coming by. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, thank you for all of your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Remember, these are your bonus episodes of the Game Over Greggy Show. One dollar gets you these. If you joined late, there are 
I mean, depending on when you joined, a whole bunch of other episodes for you to go back and listen to, find, watch on YouTube. Remember, we can't do Kind of Funny without your support, and what you do on Patreon is amazing, and make sure that we can continue to pay Kevin. Do you like that, Kevin? Yeah. I don't like Kevin, but I like you. Thank you for your support. Until next time, no. It's been our pleasure to serve you. I hate you. What? Why? <laughs> I was like, finish. Yeah, you're a piece of shit, Kevin. Greg, sometimes I switch on him when he's not when he doesn't want it. I yeah. know that you're, you don't have to address me like that. I was talking to Cool Greg. You didn't say Cool Greg. You I said was Greg. Looking at Cool Greg in the eyes. I know that. Yeah. <laughs>